It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top of it. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. Welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's going on, guys? I hope everybody's doing well. Happy Thursday. Thursday is one of the days we get together and talk about all the things we're not not allowed to talk about. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. And what are those things, you may ask? Well, well, if you've been paying attention, those things are, just in a nutshell, because there's really too many things, because we talk about so many things, but those things begin a little like this. Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, 
and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. And of course, we do this live to include you. It's always really been the premise of this show is a conversation. It's not me lecturing or trying to teach anybody anything. I find some fascinating things and hopefully start a conversation and you call me. And that's the way this goes. And uh, like I always say, I don't have any inside sources for anything in any capacity whatsoever. I'm just uh, armed with the interwebs and a bad attitude and uh, a curiosity for some things that are, well, uh, let's say off the beaten path. Uh, there's there's a lot of things we talk about that uh, that that little brief intro there is just not enough. You you know if you try and explain what every show is about in the in, in the scope of a larger conversation, you just sound like a nut. And uh, I do enough of that, so I'll just uh, I'll just leave it at that. But there, there's so many things that are just um, in this world that are not like they seem, right? Like I like I stated there, the upside down. But I think in terms of not just the upside down, there's there's a whole lot more to it than that. Meaning that uh, we have a uh, well, I don't know. Uh, we're, you know, we talk about UFOs all the time. We talk about all kinds of other stuff. And and my my the thing that's always on my mind about that is they call it the phenomenon, right? What, whatever that means. And uh, you know, some some uh, some speculate that uh, these things are uh, these lights in the sky are you know uh, little green men from Alpha Centauri, right? Something like that. Or, or in other cases, right? Uh, you know, drones from China. Or, yeah, you know, like I said, like I said, maybe maybe plasma radar spoofing. It's like terrestrial technology. Uh, you know, I mean, it's hard to say. Uh, but in this case, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go a little deeper than that and look a little into some other things that people don't talk about often regarding UFOs. That's what's on my mind tonight. I'll, we'll get there in a minute. But uh, just uh, just. To, to kind of start us out, uh, I do ramble a lot, by the way. If you like rambly things, well, you're in the right place. Looking at some of the reviews the last couple of days, and they're like, this guy just won't stop rambling. He's rambling about this, and he's rambling about that. I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, it's a talk show, for crying out loud. Do you, do you want me to, like, sit in silence and meditate? Let's have a moment of silence, guys, actually. Let's, let's do that for just one. No, I'm just kidding. That's totally bad for radio. I'll just keep talking instead. Ramble on and keep calm and ramble on, Mike. Uh, okay, so so point being is this, right? I, like I said, I don't have any inside sources. The secret weapon of this show is you. And uh, that's part of the uh, the actual uh, deal here is that uh, it is it is a two-way conversation. And uh, if you want to be part of the show, we are live. We do this live on YouTube. We do this live on Rockfin, DLive, and Twitter. And, of course, we're broadcasting live on digital radio at the Fringe F. FM. And so, well, as a result, uh, give us a call. Phone number here is 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. And uh, it's as easy as that. Uh, the, so the 702 area code clearly is Las Vegas. That's where I live. That's where I'm streaming from. That's where this lovely bunker resides that you can see. That's uh, that's Las Vegas for you. It's, by the way, almost shorts weather. I hate to uh, I hate to brag, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's getting warmer here already so you you uh, snowbirds i apologize but uh, it is just about shorts weather again uh so we're gonna have to do hashtag no pants till november one more time meaning just shorts instead but okay so the thing is that 
like I said, it is a two-way conversation. Open phone line the entire time. If you get an idea and you have a, a theory, you just want to say hi, show feedback. It's all open. We don't screen calls. I just ask that you don't curse on the radio and you just, uh, you know, be polite. That's all. It's it's simple. We, we take all comers and all ideas, and it doesn't matter religious, non-religious, everywhere in between. You guys decide, and it's all good. Uh, that's uh, because uh, because these, these conversations are open-ended, non-linear, and we'll take it wherever you want to take it. So okay. So with all that said, one more time: seven zero two nine. 9571037 click the discord link at troubledminds.org we'll put you on the show uh, discord is a chat client it's a voice client it's completely free and it's uh, it's a great way to talk to our international friends without those bizarre toll calls that still exist in this uh, you know digitally connected world somehow there's still toll calls in this anyway what i digress uh, okay so uh, there's that let's see i covered that rockfin d live youtube uh, twitter fringe fm also please join the fringe uh, discord i'm watching the chat over there as well trying to watch the chat in all the places and uh, uh, just trying to, uh, to keep up with all you guys because that's uh, like i said that's what it's all about so fringe.fm slash chat that will give you a direct invite to fringe and uh, i'm watching that chat room as well as everything else and the final thing one more plug before we get going here is uh, please download the fringe app you can find that at uh, your itunes or android app store it's completely free and it's the most convenient way to listen to troubled minds just download the app smash the play button 7 p.m pacific monday through thursday and you'll get me little old me and little old you and whoever else might be listening and that's what's going on i see you guys out there in the chat what's going on hello hello and uh let's get going shall we so in as you know right i'm going to tell you how i how I got here, how we got to this bizarre place we're in tonight. So uh, there's some, you know, as usual, I pay attention to Twitter and so that, you know, that UFO Twitter stuff going on. And uh, there's always like, you know, fights and people are just arguing and, you know, uh, like I call it, uh, flinging digital poo at each other, right? It's just the way it goes. It's like people calling each other out. You're, you're, you're lying. You're this, you're that, you're the other thing. You're a racist. You're a, oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, it's, it, it, it's definitely entertaining. Is it productive? Uh, I think that's debatable. But anyway, so I was looking at uh, some some of the new drama, which I'm not going to get into because I'm uh, drama. Drama stresses me out. Does drama stress you out? Like drama just. Uh, it, it's literally like the the cancer of society, in my opinion. People just causing drama for for drama's sake. But anyway, uh, you know, anymore that's how you make a name for yourself. You just uh, you crap on people publicly, and then uh, you know you make a name. So <laughs> you become you become somebody. Uh, somebody. You're now you're a star. You learned how to crap on people. Uh, anyway, uh, I digress there again. Again, rambly, rambly. Hey, if 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 you come to a talk show, an unscripted talk show and you're mad that I ramble I don't know what to tell you sorry I'm sorry bro I, I just don't know what to tell you uh, I always say this too by the way speaking of rambling because it is troubled minds and I am Michael Strange and uh, this is a show that I created <laughs> from, from nothing uh, I, it's, it's licensed to ramble right but um, point being there is that uh, I, I think that uh, just talking is um, one it's a way sort of stream of consciousness style and I always say that uh, it's it's much more difficult to even with the ums and ahs and all the rest of that to do this and have an unscripted thing and just kind of talk your way through it and try to have a, an organic conversation than it is to you know in, in a sterile environment in a vacuum, you know, perfectly scripted, you know, 18-minute episode and then say every word perfectly without an awkward pause or a weird breath or... 
Nah. <laughs> well, we ain't doing that. We just ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. Okay. Anyway, so uh, so I digress. Like I said, uh, y- y- you know, you got to answer answer some of the criticism sometimes, and it's it's just the way. Like I don't know why you come to a talk show and you're mad that I talk. Anyway, all right. So let's let's get to this. Back to the UFO Twitter and uh, what they were talking about yesterday. Now this thing came up, all right, and it's uh, this this idea. I'd never heard of it actually, and it's it, it's it go, we'll start here. We'll start with this. It's called the Hesda lights you guys ever heard of this all right so there's there's this area in uh, the Norwegian Valley of Hesdalen all right where these lights are just buzzing around and uh, back in the uh, uh, let's see I think it was the early 80s that they used to see like 20 20 sightings a week type thing like it was it was one of those situations where it was definitely you go to this particular spot and you see these just these crazy lights in the sky all the time right and so Hesdalen is one in the Nor- Norwegian Valley you've got a place in Texas called Marfa. You've, you've heard of the Marfa lights, things like this, right? And so in 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 terms of speaking about the UFO phenomenon, right? They, and, that, and that's what it's being called now in, in many circles is because, like I said, it, if you talk about UFOs in terms of just little green men from Alpha Centauri, I, I think we're probably missing the boat in a lot of ways there. Only because, uh, like, you you know, you got to expect if we're talking about if without ridiculously advanced propulsion, uh, breaking the, the speed of light rules and all, all the Einsteinian physics, right? If you're doing all that stuff, uh, then then you're sort of not really uh it's not efficient let's say it's just not efficient if you're not doing those things meaning that if you're flying here from alpha centauri it's light years it's literally years to get here at the speed of light and that's close that's that what six eight ten twelve i don't know it's close light year wise right it's very close in cosmic terms but if you're across the galaxy you're you're talking about at the speed of light thousands and thousands of years to get here it doesn't make sense. Like, like in uh, even in the most technologically advanced society, it just doesn't make sense to load some people or even robots on a rocket or something. You know, I say rocket, but you know what I mean. Whatever, whatever the alien equivalent of that may be. Well, I don't know, a UFO maybe, but, but something like that, right? From across across the galaxy, and we're we're just talking our galaxy. Like, how many damn galaxies are there, and how far away are those? It, it gets to be ridiculous, right? Like once you start do, mathematically looking at the size the universe all the damn light years from here to there you just can't hop on a rocket and smash the speed of light and read a book what do you do right like you have to put a robot you go have to go in stasis somehow get you know take a take a comfortable seat in your med bed and that'll get you across the galaxy or to the next galaxy Uh, i don't know thousands of years tens of thousands a million years right a million light years that's a thing it's a thing in any case right so my point is this the phenomenon, as it's called, the UFO phenomenon, it's it's. Uh, I think it's it encompasses more things. Uh, you know, uh, the, the term uh, the area of Skinwalker Ranch comes up in terms of lights in the sky and uh, right, uh, you know, uh, kind of this phenomenon that, that appears and seems to mess with people. That trickster sort of. Uh, archetype the spirit that sort of thing whatever it is right and so i got i got thinking okay if we're if we're thinking in terms of this the hesdalen lights the marfa lights then we're saying that we're talking about sort of this atmospheric phenomenon that's been around for a long time all right but it's still even today a mystery what is what are these things and so it got me thinking in terms of ufos i was like okay well many of us have seen lights in the sky right many of us have seen this stuff and that's why we're here 
Because we've seen some bizarre-ass stuff in this guy, right? And, that, and that's why we do this. That's why we get together and talk about this stuff. But uh, the, the, the whole idea here that I'm having tonight is that what if instead, like we've heard the term ultra-terrestrial, right? Ultra-terrestrial, meaning that um, there's some other life form entity, even spirits, whatever you want to call them, something that's here, that's of this earth, that's just been here. That's been here for a very, very long time. And I know ancient astronaut theorists would say yes. All right. I, I get it. I understand. All right. I'm a little different. I don't like to just say yes for the sake of yes. Let's look at why. Let's look at some of these other things and consider the possibility. I'm, I'm not, I don't like the nondescript group of people that always says yes. All right. It's, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, well, it is what it is. Anyway. So, so, okay. So, we got the Marfa lights. We got this. I'm going to read this real quick to you. This is from uh, this website called, yep, Hesdalin.com. And the theory, here's the Hesdalin lights. And this is what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, there we go. Uh, so Derek's got it. Uh, he says, just say demons, Mike. Exactly, right? Demons. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. That That's actually another good point is it, what was on my mind before I started tonight. It's like, okay, look. So not only do we have this maybe ultra terrestrial, like nature spirits, which we're going to get to tonight, nature spirits, uh, elementals, this idea that maybe these spirits that have just been part of Mother Earth, part of Gaia for forever, since since literally this thing became a thing, okay, which was billions of years ago, we're told. So so the question is then, right? That, so as we begin, so before we get to the demons and the rest of this, uh, what what is what are these things? The lights in the sky, right? We know that uh, uh, Stephen Greer, Doctor Stephen Greer, says he can summon UFOs, right? Like through some sort of meditative process, CE five, they call it, close encounters of the fifth kind. I have my doubts that it's uh, some sort of extraterrestrial presence, okay? I think it's more likely that they're maybe Earth spirits, right? That maybe uh, they've been watching and in tune with us for a very long time, and, you know, that sort of meditative process is calling Earth spirits to us, right? And we'll get, we'll get to the elementals and those planes and that type of stuff. But my point tonight is this, right? What is this stuff? Uh, again, I, I find it less and less likely, the more you read about some of these crazy things that happen, that lights in the sky are little green men. I, I, I just, uh, it, it's difficult for me to buy that thing, right? We t I know we talked about, uh, last night, we talked about reptilian aliens, right? Well, I'm not talking about that tonight. I'm talking about something completely different. And these lights in the sky being maybe some ultra-terrestrial nature spirit. Uh, elementals or, well, even demons. <laughs> even demons. Just just say the word, Mike. Just say the word. Okay, but here we go. This is the Hesdalen lights. Check this out. And, oh, so, okay, so, so uh, questions real quick. So the question, in, uh, what's on my mind tonight all of these lights in the sky we see them and they're different right many people have seen them so many eyewitness accounts people have like legitimate footage of some of this stuff and of course a lot of it's fake and a lot of it's bs and all the rest of that right i know that and i'm not foolish enough to believe that every every photograph you see of some blurry things a ufo an actual unidentified flying object okay i'm not i'm not that foolish i, I am foolish enough to have a paranormal talk show uh unscripted and uh ramble good by the way uh, but uh, I am that foolish but I'm not foolish enough to believe everything I read and everything I see okay because right uh, what did Ed Edgar Allan Poe say something about uh, believing only um, none of the things you read and half the things you see something like that I probably butchered it but something like that but okay so the question tonight is this UFOs do you think that in terms of how we frame them 
um, being little green men or being uh, entities from across the galaxy is wrong. Not just wrong, so grotesquely wrong that uh, the idea that aliens themselves are, well, just so far away, we'll never contact them, okay? And again, like I said, we do this thing called drinking the maybe juice, considering all the things, and, well, that's the question tonight. Do you think that the the idea of these lights in the sky could instead not be any of that stuff at all? We've talked about the dimensional stuff, but how about, what about just plain, good old-fashioned nature spirits? Nature spirits of the earth, ancient spirits that have been here so long, predating humanity and maybe even all animals on earth because of course we're talking the spirit realm right like is it possible we've just misidentified ufos entirely i don't know that's my question tonight and so here's what i want to know from you guys all right i want to know this if we have okay so the premise tonight we're starting with this premise we've completely misidentified ufos they are not aliens from alpha centauri all right they're not we're just throwing that out so then what are they? That's the question tonight. Do you think it is possible there's some, there's some sort of elemental spirit? Or do you think it's possible there's some sort of, uh, I don't know, demons? <laughs> or what is it? What, what exactly is going on here, right? I don't know. Uh, again, if I had the answers, the answers would be easy. But okay, let's do this real quick. And this is, this is where this began. The Hesdalen Lights. The light phenomena of the Norwegian Valley of Hesdalen are one of several unexplained light phenomena around the world. Scientists have investigated it since 1981 without a proven theory of what causes the phenomena. In this article, the superposition of cosmic radiation due to local distortion of Earth's magnetic field is investigated as the source of the phenomena. Hesdalen has special characteristics in regard of its high concentration of minerals, valley formation, and river and river containing minerals running through it and this could cause the cosmic radiation entering the valley from above to superimpose into the visible spectrum this new theory is tested against the observed unexplained special properties of the light phenomena showing some promising results superposition of cosmic em waves or collisions of cosmic ray particles should be further evaluated as the source and there's a whole article here you can download the pdf and it's science right it's science all right uh, and it's uh, it's a good thing i think that's one of the things about the hesdalen uh, thing is they have a, a whole website where they have live live cams and you know uh, sort of like open source data because they're they're trying to figure out what the heck is going on with this right so in any case that's that's the question tonight as we begin as we get into this and sorry for my rambles sorry not sorry i'm gonna ramble away and keep calm and ramble on mike but the hesdalen lights all right what about the marfa lights do you guys have any areas near you where you live anywhere in the world we have people listening to this show all over the world do you have a particular area near you where there are i don't know things like swamp gas right that's what we were told that a lot of the ufo phenomenon was back in the you know project blue book swamp gas well not swamp gas but what about let's say just straight up lights in nature straight up lights in nature like what's going on in the atmosphere what's going on with uh maybe these elementals again uh there's there seems to be a lot to this that really doesn't get discussed a ton and so i want to make the parallel tonight of not just ufos from alpha centauri we're throwing that out that's not part of the conversation tonight what is is these ultra terrestrials what exactly is this? And do you think that there's some correlation between UFOs and this idea that there's elemental nature spirits 
that live here on the earth? And are we just as bumbling, stupid humans uh, just saying, oh, by the way, there's aliens from Alpha Centauri? Because, well, like I said, till you, till you capture a demon and capture an, a little green man, throw them in a zoo next to each other and take notes on both, we don't know what the hell's going on, do we? We really have no stinking idea. And that's what's on my mind tonight. Just a casual Thursday on Troubled Minds talking about, well, amazing things. And as always, right, love to hear your thoughts on this as we do this because it is a, I begin the conversation as such, a little bit rambly, but also a little bit interesting and uh, a little bit very good because my ego is the size of the sun, don't forget. And uh, well, as we continue, I want to hear your thoughts tonight. If we're throwing out the idea that little green men are piloting these lights in the sky, then the question is, what exactly could they be? Do you think elemental spirits? What's happening in Hesdalen? What's happening in Marfa? What's happening with these atmospheric lights? There's a name for this, which we'll get to in a little bit and talk about more of this stuff. But it's uh, interesting to me that we have this thing happening that we call UFOs. And of course, UFO means unidentified flying objects. But what about if they're not objects at all? What if they're unidentified flying nature spirits? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You tell me. Love to hear your thoughts on this. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And uh, we'll get your thoughts on this. Throwing out little green men. They don't count tonight. What is the UFO phenomenon if it's not little green men? 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More? Elementals, lights in the sky, and you when we return. Be right back. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, 
YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. Tonight, we're talking about UFOs, but not the way you think. What if UFOs, we throw out the alien hypothesis entirely? What could these lights in the sky actually be? I'm thinking nature spirits, but I want to know what you think. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. Easy as that. You can also click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. And uh, just jump in the caller queue, and uh, we'll put you on the show there as well. Just like this. Let's go to James in Michigan. What's up, Salcedo Paranormal? How are you, my friend? Oops, oops, test one, two. Am I muted? Is he muted? Test, test. James Salcedo. Test one, two. You there, buddy? Okay, maybe not. Maybe we're having some technical difficulties. Uh, yeah, so I, I think uh, part of what inspired this idea, too, is uh, I was listening to James do his uh, 100th podcast and uh, called in and had a good time with James and uh, APOC and some other folk, fine folks that were there hanging out with us. Uh, Night Stalker was there as well. We had uh, Cal was there. Uh, lots, lots of good folks hanging out with James that night when he was doing it. And APOC called in to the show uh, that he was doing and I was kind of discussing these sort of nature spirits these uh maybe forest sprites or fairies or fey folk or things like this and it it got me thinking okay so what if what if we actually are just completely misinterpreting exactly what's happening with uh, the the ufos and we're yeah again you know we're, we're so fixated on elon musk and mars and aliens out there that we're not thinking about aliens right here and i don't mean them as little green men so that's what's on my mind tonight one more time 702-957-1037 the question is this as we begin james whenever just uh, chime in let me know you're there and working because i cannot hear you i am not muted you are not muted from my end so everything here looks good and uh so the question is this if these lights in the sky these ufos are not little green men in any way shape or form then what exactly are they what are they that's the question. That's what I'm wondering tonight. And uh, I'm calling this the elemental plane of the UFO phenomenon. And what I mean by that is there's these things called elemental spirits. And if you listen to the Fringe FM and you hear some of the commercials kind of bump in and out here as we do this stuff, uh, they're talking about uh, Paracelsian alchemy, right? And of course, what does that mean? It means we're talking about elementals. That's right. Earth, uh, the earth, air, Wind and fire. Wait, wind, water, and fire. There you go. Did it wrong. Earth, wind, and fire. See what I did there? See what I did there? James Salcedo, test one, two. Are you there, my friend? I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. You did? Yes, I hear you. What's up, James? Let's go to James in Michigan. Let's start this over. James (laughs) in Michigan. Welcome. James of Salcedo Paranormal. Go right ahead, sir. Again, technical difficulties, right? They're coming for us, man. I'm telling you, the the conspiracy is stop from rambling. What's going on, brother? How are you? Yeah, I'm okay. And I I think I've been switched back from push to talk to just the regular um, setting there. So I think that's what happened there. Yeah. See see it. Gotcha. um, I'll just go on for now. But yeah, there's just it's really interesting cuz if you look at if you look at um you know, enough paranormal shows or, or stories online, you'll find these lights all over the place, you know. Um people will see them in the sky. 
but also just in woods and in and they can be high up still you know but they'll see them all over the place so it's very interesting if you want to go on for a second i will get the, the push to talk set up here real quick sure yeah no problem so a uh, quick quick comment from uh from adonna over on rockfin she said here in indiana it's called fireball alley one almost ran into me while driving they even follow beside the Amish, scaring their horses. And that's what we're talking about tonight. So these, the, the idea of these lights in the sky that are not just way out there, like they're flying through space, buzzing, you know, buzzing the Tower of Earth when they fly by the proverbial tower, right? When they're just kind of going to wherever they're going. We're not talking about that. We're talking about these lights that seem to interact with people that seem to even in some cases they've described these lights as uh, coming out of the ground and creating crop circles there are people who have seen these things happen eyewitnesses and so my question is if okay we're throwing the alien hypothesis out because ancient astronaut theorists say yes too much and i'm okay so i'm, I'm not gonna rage calm down mike but what calm i'm down mike calm, calm down, down mike but the question tonight is this what are those lights in the sky? They seem to interact with people. We talked about Dr. Stephen Greer summoning these things. Well, what exactly are they? Go right ahead, James. Welcome back. Thank you. I got that all set up again. Um, so, yeah, and then, you know what's interesting about that is people, it's not just sightings. of Like when people see these things, there's even more than that. Sometimes they will, will get feelings. They'll, they'll like have this gut feeling that, oh, this is, you know, this is a good or whatever this is, this you know, there's something in there that's intelligent, and it's it's okay. Or they'll get the opposite. So you really don't know what they are, or who they are, or what their intentions are. Yeah, like there's something there, right? There's there's definitely something, and and there is intention behind it. So again, in some cases, just like a like Adana was saying, they seem to follow people. They seem to chase people. Like they they'll whiz by your head, things like this, like that type of light. Not like the orbs, right? Like you do that. Uh, James does a paranormal show, and orbs are all over the damn place, aren't they? People see orbs in the house. People see orbs in the sky. People see orbs everywhere. Like I said, coming out of the ground. So what the heck is this? Are they even spirits at all? What do you think, man? If you got if you got to pin this down or give you give a ish idea, what do you think this stuff actually is going on? I think they and it comes down to it they are energy and there are different forms of beings I think that can make up this energy cuz you hear and we won't go deep into this but sometimes you'll hear of people seeing other things before or after they see these lights including strange creatures um cryptids you know and there's this thought that maybe some cryptids might even be those nature spirits in some cases um you know the whole idea that maybe uh, there are there are versions of uh bigfoot that might be spirit beings and they can change change back and forth between what the what the the traditional look at looking Bigfoot kind of thing, and then also these orbs. Yeah, like like uh, even in some cases, right? The, some of the the Native American traditions talk about these trickster, trickster type spirits, right? That go back thousands of years in these in these stories, and that they're able to shapeshift, like you're describing. Like like even at uh, you know the Skinwalker Ranch mythology is something very similar. And not only that, uh, on Skinwalker Ranch they say that these orbs appear and do chase cars and things like this, and you know in particular areas. So I wonder if it is some sort of shape shifting 
trickster spirit, like a, like an old school nature spirit that's been here for, I don't know, like a billion years or something, right? Something like that? Yeah. And I mean, if you think about in a lot of cases, what, what these spirits seem to be after in one way or another is energy. And if you think of electronics and vehicles, there's that's a moving source of energy, you know. Even if they don't want necessarily to get into the vehicle, they could also, in some cases, be curious. What What is this thing? If they're from that far back, billions or even thousands of years ago, you know, they could be wondering what what's, what is this thing that these other beings are in? It's not living, you know. How is it? How is it moving? I love it. It's like the spirit dog chasing the car. <laughs> it's sort of like that, right? Like a, infamously dogs chase cars. They just do. Like my little dog, if, if she wasn't on a leash and a car drove by, she's like, <laughs> going to chase the thing. I'm like, hey, settle down, calm down. But like funny enough, right? Maybe that's it. Maybe they're sensing that energy, that combustion engine, the heat, the, you know, the, we talk about energy doesn't, uh, you can't destroy energy. It just changes form. Maybe they're detecting that presence and trying to communicate somehow by chasing cars, right? That's a hell of an idea. I like it. Well, and it just makes me think, too. You know, I think in some cases, and I'm not saying we're doing this now, but we we tend to um, give human characteristics to other things. And maybe we're, we do that with some of these, these orbs. And it might not be a humanoid intelligence in the way we think of. So that might also be why in so many cases these things just do things that don't seem to make sense to us because they're not like us. Exactly. Exactly right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I, and I think we need to start thinking about this stuff in, in just in other terms, you know. They call it the phenomenon, right? It, it's becoming a thing to call it. It's not UFOs anymore. The term has become UAPs, which is Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, which UFO is Unidentified Flying Object. So at some point, maybe they're not even objects at all anymore. And I think that's sort of the way we should be checking into this, because it, it seems like uh, the little green men thing is a fanciful idea from the 1950s. You know what I mean? Martians, the Mars attacks, the rest of this stuff, War of the Worlds. I'm not so sure. I'm not sold on that stuff at all. Uh, but if you're, you're talking nature spirits, probably. Probably. I'm probably more inclined to believe in elemental spirits or something like that. Uh, so, so you uh, again, as everybody knows, James here does a, uh, a podcast called Salcedo Paranormal. He talks uh, uh, paranormal stuff five nights a week. And so th- th- literally the one thing that comes up over and over again, probably the most common thing is, is orbs, right? People seeing these orbs? Yeah, orbs are, are light. You know, some cases people just see a flash of light in the in the air or the sky, and I mean, if they if they if they just see it for a second, you know, who's to say that's not some kind of an orb, just going by really fast or just you know it's so big, maybe possibly that, you know, all they see is the flash. Um, so it's really I think that that light and energy is really at the heart of of a lot of the paranormal. I mean, maybe even most of it. Um, and I think we just have to be more open to stereotypical, uh, you know, or what am I saying here? We have to consider more than the stereotypes. We have to consider more than just the 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 nuts and bolts UFOs or the you know um, the the basically animals that are just regular animals, which I don't doubt that there are those things possible. But we have to consider all the the options of what these could be, and that would include. 
um, energy beings of one kind or another. 100%. And that's what we're talking about tonight. So the question is this. What do you think? These uh, these UFOs, are, is it possible they're nature spirits, elementals, uh, ultra-terrestrials, dare I say demons? <laughs> We've talked about that quite a bit, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. James, you are the best, my friend. Uh, give James a follow, please. He's got a podcast called Salcedo Paranormal, like I said, and uh, you can't hear us, really? For real? Something, is something broken with Discord? That could be it, right? Uh, um, I don't know. I hear you, so I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So something's broken here. Okay. So so please give James a follow. Uh, scroll down. Link is in the description box below. It says uh, follow James here. And uh, appreciate the phone call, James. You are the best. Uh, I, always a pleasure to speak with you. Catch you later on tonight. I'm sure. Yeah. No problem. Thank you. And thank you for dealing with my tech issues there. Hey, man. Well. It happens to the best of us. It's happened. Been happening all week. What's the conspiracy yeah. with that? They're on to us, aren't it's they? Happened to both of us too. My show too here and there. So yeah, it's weird. It's weird. So, it's weird. Oh well. Have yeah. a good night. You too, bro. I'll catch you later. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. So that's the question tonight. This is what's on my mind. Again, we're going to go back to this idea of these. Uh, they're called atmospheric ghost lights. All right, atmospheric ghost lights. Uh, Derek, if you're there and you can hear me, and just pop in whenever. If not, I don't know why you can't hear me. Maybe restart Discord. I can restart Discord as well. Uh, let me know. Hold on. I'll type it. Type this out. Um, okay. So thing is this, right? I'm going to read this real fast. Atmospheric ghost lights are lights or fires that appear in the atmosphere without an obvious cause. Examples include the Onibi, Hitodama, and Willow Wisp. They are often seen in humid climates. According to legend, some lights are wandering spirits of the dead, the work of devils, or the pranks of fairies. They are feared by some people as a portent of death. In other parts of the world, there are folk beliefs that supernatural fires appear where treasure is buried. These fires are said to be the spirits of the treasure or the spirits of humans buried with grave goods. Atmospheric ghost lights are also sometimes thought to be related to UFOs. And that's what we're doing tonight. We're doing, uh, we're doing UFOs and uh, atmospheric ghost lights. And again, how are they related? Uh, we're talking about these nature spirits and um, all the rest of this. So if you want to be part of the discussion tonight, what do you think? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the show. And uh, just like this, uh, Derek's restarting. Let's go to Daryl. Let's go to Daryl. Daryl, you're on a Trouble Minds with Mike. Uh, please mute your stream. And uh, what's going on? How are you? Test, test, one, two. Hopefully Discord's not broken for you as well. Hello, hello? Daryl, are you there? Daryl, are you there? Test one, two. All right. I think I'm going to restart my Discord as well. I'm going to bump Daryl out. Oh. Oops, gotcha. Gotcha. All right. What's going on? How are you, Daryl? Hi. Very good. Um, great conversation as usual. Thank um, you. Can you, was... can you mute your stream, please? It's coming through. It is. Hold on a second. Let me just delete all of my um, all of my tabs, okay? All right. Except for this one. Okay. Is it right. still coming through? S- still coming through a little bit. No. Just deleted everything. I think we're good. I think we're good. Go right ahead. What, so, what's your thought on? Oh, okay. What's your thought on the idea? My, let me just get my notes here. Okay. 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 So, go right energy. Ahead. I agree. I, I agree with James. I think maybe it's something that maybe our collective consciousness creates. You know, that, that makes those, like, orbs, perhaps. Um, that was one thought of it. Also, the thing, like, the crop circles. There's something about sacred geometry in the crop circles, and it could be just the Earth. 
making um you know some kind of geometry what is that noise i don't know what that is i'm sorry about that um, okay. but there are some thoughts that the earth actually makes those like mother earth is smart enough to make some kind of ge geometric shapes um elementals there was some guy his name was um something webster he had the, something called the webster phenomena and he used to like see these clouds that would look like people or look like faces or, or like an eyeball that was watching you and the clouds would actually eat the chemtrails, believe it or not. And you would watch him watching the clouds, you know, on a video, and they would eat the chemtrails. So he called them elementals also. Um, I've seen them, I've seen elemental kind of shadow people. I think that that's something to do with shadow people, I think. Um, that they look like people or giants. I don't know, there's something about uh, elementals that might be some other dimensional thing and I don't think they're ever going to cross into ours necessarily you know I don't think they can really do us any harm and I don't think we could do them any harm I, I wonder if they look at us like the way we look at them you know like what are those people what is that you know they're on their own show right now saying what well, did you see those people what are what are those you think they're like elementals like us <laughs> what are they you know yeah, well, exactly, and like uh, like James was saying, maybe maybe they don't even sense us. Maybe our energy output is people uh, doesn't register to them, and so they do chase things like cars. And so there, you know, maybe energy sources. You know, there's that whole uh, UFO trope of uh, you know UFOs coming and messing with nuclear power plants and nuclear weapons stations and things right. like this, right? So maybe they're sensing like that high level of energy and trying to communicate, mm. right? I mean, that's 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 an idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it could be, could be. Funny comment from uh, from uh, Tam Bam over on Rockfin says maybe orbs are like dogs and are just sniffing butts, and may maybe the, <laughs> maybe in this case the butts are uh, energy uh, high high energy output is coming from high energy butts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe they're just butts. sensitive to smell and energy. You know, yeah, odors and energy, nothing but that. You know. Here, here's the joke, Daryl. Here's the, here's the joke from the rambling man. Now that is a hot butt. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So so uh, so so what do you know about the elementals and these nature spirits do you think that maybe this is possibly what we're talking about here this phenomenon of these orbs we're seeing in the sky that are maybe interacting with cars or power sources like we said do you think it's possible that there are these maybe elemental spirits that have been part of kind of earthbound spirits they're called that have been here for a billion years or so you think that's possible you know something it's supernatural until we know what it is and then it's natural so there's something about it that's very scientific you know there's got to be some science to it, and I think once we understand what they are, it won't be that paranormal at all. I think they're—I don't think they're that paranormal. I'm not sure. You know, I'm not. Of course, I'm not sure, but um, I think there's a good explanation for them. I think. You know, I've had orbs in my house that I can't explain either. Like, you know, sometimes they move very um, not predictably. You know, they make—they don't move uh, predictably. So, like, dust would move predictably. But these things definitely don't do the, um, you know, something predictable. So I can't tell, you know, to say they're all dust or just something on your camera lens, you know. I think they are, there's something about it that's energy. But they could be some kind of drone. Maybe there's some sort of drone from another planet, you know. They would probably send some sort of, like, rover, you know, like we send the Mars rover, you know, to, to investigate Mars. It could be some sort of, uh, you know, remote-controlled, you know, interplanetary investigational tool you know could be 
It's very advanced. You know, they will send their humans there. If they had humans like us, you know, they probably would send some sort of machine or, you know, robot or AI to take a look at what's going on here that has a lot of abilities, you know, that could go very fast, you know, and, you know, not predictably. <laughs> You know what? I just had a thought. I just had a thought. You triggered a thought in my brain here. So so what if, like you said, it is some sort of advanced probe from somewhere else? Well, we, mm-hmm. last night with Ash on the show, we were talking about remote viewing. So I wonder mm. if you're actually doing some sort of remote viewing, if you're spotted in that remote view sequence of wherever you happen, happen to be, I wonder if they notice you as an orb, sort of uh, a spine wow. orb. You know what I mean? Can you imagine? Wow, maybe we appear as orbs to them. That would be crazy, right? Yeah. They can't even uh, identify us since we're just some sort of other energy according to their point of view or their their perception of us. Maybe our perception of them would be so different if we really could see them, you know, maybe they look like flying people. Who knows? Or I don't I don't know. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the beauty of this. Is I don't know either, but uh, it is definitely fun to speculate. So if we're throwing out yeah. the idea of little green men as the, the source of these lights in the sky, let's say most of them. I don't like to be completely absolute about anything, but let's just say for the most part, we're throwing out the idea that the aliens are here, Alpha Centauri, UFOs as objects. Uh, what about these orbs in the sky? If you got if you got to pick one thing, what do you think they are? I got to think that... I don't think, look, I don't think there's, like, just UFOs and that's it, you know, that and you can't have an alien attached to a UFO, you know? You don't have a machine or an object like that without something else behind it, necessarily, you know? I think there's some, intel- obviously, an intelligence to it. It could be, it just could be something that's pure energy that we're creating, like a poltergeist, you know? That we don't understand, that maybe we have a collective energy that just creates these kind of, like, stagnant you know things that are just flying through the air i don't know but i think there's something to it i don't think they're just just there i don't know there's something intelligent about them don't you think they're a little more intelligent than just something you know some kind of uh, force of nature yeah, I, I think that's the whole idea here is that uh, we're, yeah. we're, we're talking about them as sort of intelligent entities instead of just, uh, you know, yeah. uh, these these atmospheric uh, ghost lights is what they're called. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. No answers for me. You know me. I'm the questions guy. I'm not trying to assert anything on anybody. We're just having oh, yeah. a conversation. So uh, I appreciate your take, oh, really? Daryl. We're just about out of time. Thanks for spending your time with us tonight. Thanks for popping in here Thanks and saying hi me. and giving us your take. Daryl here has a YouTube channel. She, uh, she's a singer. She sings in French and English. Uh, Check it out. Scroll down. Links in the description. It says, follow Daryl here. You're the best, Daryl. You're welcome to stay right there. Just uh, mute up, and uh, we'll talk to you later tonight, okay? You got it. Right on. Thank you very much. All right. So we're still talking about this. We're doing this. We're going to keep doing this tonight. So my idea tonight was this. Let's throw out the alien hypothesis entirely. Ancient astronaut theorists say no tonight. And so if we're talking about that in terms of what these lights in the sky may be, What do you think they are? And my idea was, well, nature spirits. My idea was elementals of some sort. Uh, My idea was, uh, well, what could these be? And I wanted to hear your thoughts. And if you want to be part of this conversation, as usual, love to hear from you. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. I'm Michael Strange, the rambling man. This is Troubled Minds. And don't go anywhere. More lights in the sky elemental spirits and you when we return be right back
finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. We are talking about healing, the healing abduction phenomenon. Healing, 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 healing. The aliens are, are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. I'm doing Through that optic nerve, they're transferring to your brain. People are and they also feel them planting or receiving memories or ideas or images Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's going on, guys? It is Thursday night, which is one of the nights we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. What are those things? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. I'm rushing here because we got folks on the line. We're going to get to them. Uh, Jennifer, we're going to go to... Uh, Night Stalker first. He just clocked out for his break. Hang tight. I'm sorry if you're in the attic. If you want to call back in just a moment, uh, we'll get back to you in just a sec. Uh, so what we're doing tonight is we're discussing the idea that UFOs itself may not be little green men, but they may be elemental spirits. They may be some sort of actual situation with 
well, not crying dogs, but instead the idea that these elemental spirits have been here for a very long time and maybe now they're trying to communicate with us through some sort of energy source or some th- some sort of something else. So as we do this, of course, we're taking your phone calls at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037 and we'll put you on the show. It's as easy as that. Let's go to Derek in Massachusetts. Welcome to Trouble Minds, my friend. Go right ahead. Hey, Mike. Great show tonight. Thank you very much. What do you think? I'm uh, sorry about all the confusion and stuff. It's just uh, that's okay. I'm working okay. and it's a busy night and distracted and everything. All good. But uh, all good. Jennifer, please, if you can hear me, please stay on after the commercial break. I don't want to uh, cut down cut down everyone on the on the Jennifer time. You know, so, don't right. get mad at me. All good. Go right ahead, sir. All right. Um, so this is one of my favorite topics. This is a great great choice of a show, Mike. Um, and as far as like what what are aliens? Like I love bringing up the idea that. Aliens are probably not just like regular physical craft. That the idea of what aliens are is a probably pretty incomplete picture. And I'm like, while I believe in space, while I believe, essentially, to make a long story short, I think that, or I like to believe that, like all these different types of entities, they all exist, and like we can kind of lump them together as like different non-physical entities and stuff. But I, I choose to believe that, like the fairy, the fae, the elementals, the elves the gnomes these these goblins aliens ghosts it, it's all exists it's just a weird like there's weird crossovers between them and that kind of stuff but there's also something that can kind of like imitate all of them like some kind of trickster entity like you said or some type of non-physical entity maybe something on a dip, different dimensional plane or something that can kind of take the facades like the facade of whatever these things are um i like ultra terrestrials is the term I like to use for them, um, but I'm I'm not sure that like they're element. I think some of these lights, some of these ghost lights, some of these like forest lights are for sure elementals, and the elemental activity is definitely out there. Um, if you want to like get an expert on it, on uh, elementals, please talk to Rivers. She she's uh like she knows a lot a lot about them, and basically anything I know about them is is from her. Um, and honestly, I'm kind of afraid to talk about it because she might get mad at me. But from the best <laughs> of my, from the best of my knowledge, um, elementals are like natural nature spirits. Like you said, they're they're natural to Earth. They're like kind of like die spirits, I guess. And they're, I see them as being like, um, she kind of describes them as they're more just kind of regular animals that kind of have their functions, and you might be able to interact with them in certain ways if you leave kind of offerings out or that type of thing. But I don't necessarily describe to the um to the idea that they're the ones abducting people and i don't believe they're the lights that we see like in the sky i think they're like maybe a different type of entity um they're more like what those konami are those like things that apoc was talking about those kind of uh like forest sprite type deal um but then like with the abduction phenomenon and stuff like who who is these things that uh, that's, that's taking people like from their bed where they're sleeping and stuff or who's causing this missing 411 and that can be ascribed to like all kinds of stuff. That could be elves. That could be the fairies. There's like the ancient aliens people. They the paradigm that they're using is that like all of these stories from the past, like the biblical stories of like angelic beings or demonic beings or more like folklore type stories from like the Middle Ages and that kind of stuff. Are talking about like the fae and the fairies and elves and stuff. Are they're they're that they're all just aliens. That they're all misdescribed and what they're what they're really trying to talk about is aliens that people didn't have the, the words to describe, so they call them different things. And that's a great idea. I'm open to that idea. 
but I'm not sure if that's if that's the case. Like I I I don't know if that's the, I, I, like the argument doesn't. I'm re- I'm kind of rambling. Maybe save me. I didn't th- I didn't take any notes. So I'm trying to find uh, I'm trying to find my point here. I got um, you, buddy. What, got were, you, what, buddy. what were your like questions that you asked at the beginning of the show? Sorry. Oh, okay, sorry, so, Mike. I'm really no. You're fine. You're fine. So so the thing is this, right? So if if we have this situation where we see these orbs all over the place, so again, they're they're uh, these orbs lights in the sky, like they're they're inside homes, they're outside of homes, they're everywhere, literally coming out of the earth with crop circles. If we have these orbs all over the place, people see them literally all over the world, right? And we're not talking about the bokeh or what a bokeh, whatever that stuff's called, get hmm. spots on your camera lens. We're talking about the real ones, people see with their own eyes, not through some sort of like. Like broken camera lens and so the question yeah. is this if they're not aliens what the hell are they that's the question okay yeah all right so as far as the orbs we're seeing in the sky that i'm i don't necessarily believe that that is a fairy or that is a um an elemental that might be what we call an ultraterrestrial in the in the idea that it's something that's kind of always here it's not necessarily coming from space or from another planet or haven't from another home but it exists on the earth in like another plane of existence like a higher realm you could say or a different frequency or whatever but they can choose to kind of dip in and out of the three-dimensional plane and they choose to interact with us a lot like i think the thing that's been interacting with humanity actively so whatever that thing is that's trying to see technology that's giving ideas that's like people are channeling and that kind of stuff is what i like to call the ultra terrestrials in that they're always here. They were probably here before us, but they're not like necessarily um, this might like the 3d plane might, might, might not be their home. Whereas I think elementals it is like, or they're like, they are like, they are like they every planet has kind of their own version of elementals, kind of something that like is, is just, part of the planet's infrastructure they're just natural like organisms that populate these planets and i think it's just it's just a little bit different like they're not they're not like kind of phasing in from a different plane of reality they're just invisible to us most of the time but they're still kind of in this reality if that makes any sense but as, as far as like the weirdness to what aliens are and like the phenomena itself you mentioned it earlier but what's kind of like jogged this idea that maybe aliens and de- aliens are demons are is a very oversimplified like way to describe it, but the aliens might not be just physical things from space that are like us that are just traversing different space. Even like, sorry, one argument for how they're getting here via space, if there is something coming from outside, is portals. And I, I love the portal idea. I'm open to that, but it doesn't quite answer the question of how come all the weirdness? How come these things are being summoned? How come these things have that hitchhiker or poltergeist type activity associated with the physical craft? So whatever this trickster not like trickster entity is can become physical it's not necessarily just always an orb or just always some ethereal being that it can kind of like Jacques Vallée has the passport to Magonia or whatever where he has like the front cover is like an alien with like three like three puppets as like a monster or demon and something else um but then in the inside cover there's a, there's another hand that's like holding the alien that's puppeting the alien and that's what we're talking about here. That's like whatever this element is that's kind of interacting with us, taking different forms, being seen the way that it's like they can see inside the person's mind and taking the appearance of whatever will make the most sense to them. Or they're just something that 
is too much information to be kind of be squeezed into the five senses so that we our brain kind of assigns different ways that they look but it's not truly what they're what they are like i don't know how active they are and what we see per se but they're the ones that i think are interacting with us and they're the ones that i think the elites are trying to call they're the things that when oreo is leaving out their ufo offerings that's what that's what they're doing it for and the, the offering thing leaving out gifts for these things these nature spirits elementals fey fairy elves etc that's something that's been going on forever you know and yeah the the alien the physical alien little green man idea is relatively recent it's it's probably earlier than just the 1900s but it's it's very very recent and the way it's cemented in our minds right now is is very closely tied to like the star trek idea and star trek has a lot i'm sorry i'm going to repeat a lot of stuff i talk about a lot but the star trek idea the fact that we know a lot of how we visualize like cosmic federations and stuff different types of ships different types of alien races all kind of traveling traversing space it's from a kind of one source and that one source gene roddenberry got that information from a ouija board session from a seance not a ouija board session from a seance in maine in the late 40s early 50s with a bunch with the with with the dupont with a army general with a bunch of elites at the time like the founder of epsilon and stuff and they're doing a seance to contact what they believe is something called the council of nine who claim to be from sirius but who knows if that's the case and they ideas got received from them is what influences our knowledge about like a physical galactic federation of things that are kind of more technologically advanced than us but that might not be the case you know and then this same serious planet these the same potential things that are being interacted with the same location is also the serious that even greer talks about and stephen greer is the one who has the ce5 stuff you talked about he's the one who is credited by demi lovato by kesha these different celebrities as the one who showed them how to summon ufos you know and then separately we have corbell and his Hollywood friends and stuff, that in secret, they're not even really talking, Corbell especially is not talking about it, his friends are on the, on the promotion circle for it, are doing their own version of summoning, they call themselves like orb summoners, and they treat it like it's prayer. They say like, there's very, very, li- there's very little difference from that in prayer, and they believe it's more of like a fairy thing. They, they use the term fairy at, at one point, um, which has um, this numerous abduction stuff, like they have, they have neat, like, I don't know. Sorry, that's a lot of ramble. Save me. Yeah. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine, man. No, no I think that uh, you're, you're right. I think uh, I, if I'm a betting man, and I'm not, but I might be, uh, I would put money on uh, ultra terrestrials or this this idea of these nature spirits instead of extraterrestrials, because I, I think extraterrestrials would be just a little more obvious to us, you know, more like yeah, um, exactly. uh, like we, we'd be able to identify this even even if they you know like in in the Star Trek or whatever else they had like these cloaking devices. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't expect them, like somebody said in the chat a little ways up, why would they have lights? Like, like literally, it makes absolutely no sense, right? They'd yeah, be able they to... They want to be like, seen. They want to be seen, exactly. So instead yeah. of lights on like a UFO with some sort of like, they would have like infrared and all, they, they would have all that stuff as scanners that we would never be able to detect, not shining yes. lights on our faces flying around the sky or chasing cars like dogs or things like this, right? It, it makes no sense. It literally makes no yeah. damn sense, unless this is something we're talking about that is has no nothing to do with little green men and that's that was kind of the point tonight but yeah you're, you're spot exactly. on here yeah and like and, and what technology is it that they're using do they have some type of radar that can tell like when a person is looking at them and they can judge like their personality and they can judge like how to like how do they know 
so there's so many weird synchronicities that are tied to a person's UFO sighting that it seems like they're and people talk about now like you have to be ready for it they, they'll appear to the ones that who are ready for it and that kind of stuff like what type of technology is that that's is that is that an alien from space is that a technological race or is that something that's dealing more in magic and like you can make the case that yeah aliens would be using magic the technology and i like that idea a lot but like i don't know there's a lot of weird there's a lot of weirdness like the, the reading your mind aspect to it just the seance aspect to it um mike talked about the other day um on the Lovecraft show or one of the, one of these shows about, um, how he was talking to Grays through a Ouija board and stuff and doing, doing like doing these same type of like communicating with these things through, through seances and stuff. And that's just a, that's a weird, that's a weird thing. Um, so I, I, as far as are they elementals per se, or are they nature spirits per se? I want to say no. And I think that's, they're a different type of entity and they might be orbs and they might be like forest lights that we see for sure. Um, but I don't necessarily describe to the idea that they're, that they're, um, the alien, like the, whatever is intervening with us in like the form of aliens. Um, gotcha. But you can kind of all call, you can kind of put them all still under the ultra terrestrial banner. Like whatever I'm trying to talk about, whatever this trickster thing is, would be under the category, the gr- the greater category of ultra terrestrial, but I don't really have a name for what it is. It's something that can take the form of all these things, something that's actively paying attention to us, something that, um i'm, I'm not sure it, like it, it, fe- it feels kind of like we're playing their game it, it's it's so weird that it seems like it's almost like something outside of the simulation who kind of pokes their finger in every once in a while to interact with us to kind of see how it's going to affect the it's, it's it's like the it's experiment that it's doing on, on us yeah like, and then it, like the they, admin, they take this hand out the admin exactly and we and, and we see it as uh we see it somewhere all right that's, that's a lot i'll probably call back later i'll try to because people are going to jog my mind this is too fun of a topic but okay. uh Sounds again good. jennifer try to try, try to convince her to, to stay on she's on right um, now we're going to go straight to her do the best bro okay awesome. everybody give awesome nice show, stuck. thank you appreciate the phone call everybody give nice stalker a follow he's got a youtube channel let's inspire him to do some more content uh link in the description you're the best bro that's derek in massachusetts let's go to jennifer in missouri and thanks for waiting jennifer you're the best go right ahead how are you hey what's up chilling i hope you're not chilling too much <laughs> no no, I was kind of listening and kind of just hanging out. Yeah. No, it's totally fine because he's got to take breaks and stuff. All right. All right. But, um, I appreciate that. Go right ahead. Yeah. I'm sure you have some so, ideas here about elementals uh, and the rest of this. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do for sure. I've thought about this a lot. It's something that I'm really, really interested in. I'm glad you're covering it. I think everybody, you know, is wondering about this and has thought of this at some point because you hear so many stories and, and they seem so similar. Um, when I think about this, you know, my, my theory on it kind of is that maybe before there, before there was us and like the animals and even maybe like the trees like that, there was this type of like the, the, the skeleton of all of this. And it was like the spirit of it all, you know, and you have all the different elements of like earth, fire, water, air, you know, all those different elements. So you'd be seeing things like these lights and these entities, these beings that, are, that sometimes are thought of as aliens or, or who knows what when people try to describe what they're seeing. And they fit into these different categories almost of all these different elements, but not just as a rule, not as a rule, because, some, because they do have this shape-shifting tendency 
every single time. But you have like the, uh, the, the air elementals, which would explain a lot of the things people are seeing in the sky, all the way up high in the sky. Like when they're talking in the old folklore about the, uh, the, like the sylphs, which are the air spirits, the elementals of the air, they're not talking about just floating around. They can be floating around low in the fields, but that could be any elemental. When they talk about up in the sky or the spirits of the wind, when they're talking about the angels or Basilbub or any of those old spirits and things like that, they're talking about way up, like, and coming with the winds. So you have that kind of going on. And then you also have the water, you know, they're talking about all of the spirit of water, like when they're talking about all of those things. Because they would think about gods different than we kind of do. Like they would describe uh, things like virtue or or love as a, as a type of god. Like things that we think of as just kind of like um, typical ideas or something like an archetype of an idea, they would describe as a god or an elemental or a spirit of some kind. And if you think about like these religions today, like a really interesting, like with Christianity, for example, which is extremely, you know, it's not, it wasn't called Christianity forever. Before it was called that, it was called something else. But I remember hearing the story that they had, this girl had found like a, a doll, basically like a statue in this cave by this river. And it was somewhere, I think in Greece or something. And it's a famous site today for the Virgin Mary. But what's interesting about the statue is this girl found this statue and she brought it home. She found it, like uncovered it, it had been buried. And apparently it's from like some ancient religion before that, that was about a spirit that was there living by that water. And she took that thing, that statue and this doll. And she would really, I guess she was, this little girl was very fixated on it. And her mother got irritated and threw it in the fire. And at that very instant, she was like maimed and was burning herself. And they got that doll out of the fire and it stopped. And they ended up taking this statue back to the spot they'd found it. And they made kind of like a, an altar that later became basically like the temple to the Virgin Mary at that site. That's what they attributed it to. And they would try to move that statue to other places. It's still there to this day. They can't move it. And what's with it also is a, an alligator which is just really random in Greece. But anyway, it's there as well. But the thing is, is this was an elemental spirit before they were uh, giving it the energy of the Virgin Mary as this mother figure. But I think what I'm getting at is, I do think that these are the elementals um, that we might be dealing with. And I think in every, let me think of it this way. Like, you have the Sealy and the Unsealy Court when you're talking about these fairy realms. And they're basically the same type of description you hear about in the Malamalificorum, like the witch's hammer, where they have dukes and generals of hell. And in the unseelie court, in the fairy realm, the fairy realm, they have the same exact kind of descriptions where you have kings and queens and dukes. And, and you have it in the seelie court too, which would be like the tent, like the, the heaven of Christ, basically, like in Christianity and in many other religions that follow these like um, European folklores and stuff. They're very similar the way that they're approaching this. The abduction stories are identical to the terrifying stories people had of encounters and why they were so terrified of them, why they were, they were actually terrified of these fairies 
and of these different elementals because they didn't just have these good ones. They had these bad ones too. And they fit the same. Yeah. They fit the same exact um, personalities, basically it's how they taking babies out of cribs and change, exchanging them with something else, you know, strange stories like that. People believing people disappearing for long periods of time and coming back and, you know, having a faint memory or no memory and have an extremely large amount of time or a very small amount of time having passed very much like with alien abduction. And they aren't just following, these aren't just, I think, following nature per se. I think that they are a lot of times associated with people because you hear about these same stories in cities. And so I think that we are interacting with these and they are following a similar um, experience, but I, I, I don't know. Jennifer, we got a jet. Can you do me a favor? Are you able to stay over after the break? Seems like you know a lot about this. Yeah, that's fine. Please do. Find some place warm. I'll be back in exactly five minutes to get you, okay? All right, hang tight. We're going to get right back here with Jennifer. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for being patient. You're the best. And we're talking about the elemental plane of the UFO phenomena. What do you guys think? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We're here with Jennifer in Missouri, and we will be right back. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. We're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, and we've got our good friend Jennifer in Missouri here with us right now. So without further ado, let's get back to it. Thank you, Jennifer, for being patient. We're talking about elementals and the UFO phenomenon. Let's do it. Jennifer, welcome back. I hope you're not freezing. Go right ahead. You were talking about sort of the duality no, of... it's warmer today. Oh, is it warmer today? Nice, nice. All right. Not freezing is a good start. So you were talking about this sort of duality of uh, the elemental spirits and that some are tricksters, some are not, some seem to be evil, some seem to be good. You were talking about how this, there was this uh, this Virgin Mary connection possibly as maybe a uh, interpretation of these things. Go right ahead, my friend. Yeah, the the ceiling and the unsealing court. So you have the... Oh, no. All right. Uh, Perfect timing for the phone line to drop. Please stay right there, Jennifer. Oh, my goodness gracious. Isn't that... I'm telling you, I swear we're being screwed with... All right. Hold on. Stay there. Don't go anywhere. All right. All right. Hold on one sec. Going to call this right back and put Jennifer right back on the phone. That This is completely becoming unacceptable at some point i think they're messing with us i think they're messing with us and i don't know who they is but i do know that we've had a a hell of a ton of issues this past week uh maybe it's the solar flares right wink wink solar flares all right here we go i'm gonna just unmute this and go right back to the call audio recording is all right on dual channel royal lines of beings that are paralleling like uh, uh, paralleling on that was a word but but paralleling our own world and I wonder if today we're having the same kind of thing going on, you know, because you hear about people talking about the, the government dealing with aliens. But I wonder if they're not dealing with aliens, if they're dealing with these courts, perhaps like these sealy and unsealy courts. And it's one of the, maybe one of the biggest secrets. And it's the most far-fetched thing ever. 
But if underneath it all, at the very highest echelons of government, if they are actually in touch and aware of this hidden realm that's as physical and real as ours, but has a lot more power and a lot more capabilities than ours, because they're able to traverse different, um, access different powers that we don't have access to, because that's their gift. It also parallels the same exact storyline of the fallen angels, that you have the angels, they were all angels at one point, like the fallen angels didn't stop being angels per se, they just chose to like pull away and do things differently and create their own court. Sounds a lot the same. And it kind of makes you wonder. And the thing, the, the parallel I was mentioning about the Virgin Mary statue was they, the church, worked around the spirit rather than they didn't just throw up a temple and put a statue of the Virgin Mary in there. There was a statue that was found that they called the Lady, and they had to build the temple around that spirit by that same stream. They weren't able to move it to one of the bigger churches. So they themselves know this is what I'm saying. And they work with the Sealy courts and possibly the unsealy courts too. I think all religions know about it. If you talk with anyone who deals with Buddhism, they talk a great deal about these demons and about these spirits and animal spirits and how they can possess people and things like that. You hear about it in Taoist magic. And I think it's, it, it makes, and you have accounts too of these lights doing good things and doing bad things. So, like, for example, Skinwalker Ranch, there were lots of lights spotted there. One of the families who lived there had a dog that, a couple of dogs, I suppose. I remember hearing, it was like, I don't think it was just one dog, I think it was a few dogs, who chased after these lights. They heard, like, a yelp. The next morning, they were too afraid to look that night. When they looked the next day, there was, like, a spot of ashes, like a circle on the ground and ashes, like something had been burnt and the dogs were gone. So you have, that's from Skinwalker Ranch, dealing with these lights. Um, around here in the Ozarks, they have a thing called the spook light. And it's out towards like, in the north, it's, it's, it's spotted in, the, in this region. I'm in southwest Missouri, but it's also in northwest Arkansas. And there's lots of talks about these spook lights, and people just see them in the same spots in the woods. But they're not, these, these lights are not just um, relegated to nature places they have they know no boundaries but they have boundaries for us and i think that's why even if you're living in an apartment complex in a city and say it's troubled by all kinds of maintenance problems and things like that it may have nothing to do with it being necessarily haunted it may be the land on the land that the, the buildings and streets are covering that that's and these ley lines and you also have these um graveyards basically but they call them I, I can't remember who was it was a cryptozoologist a famous cryptozoologist who was talking about the magnetic ley lines and they're all over the place and covering the oceans and there are these predictable spots in those same spots you have things like bermuda triangle and then over in japan they even had an ocean that people weren't allowed to sail on for a while because they would lose people out over the water not just like natural phenomenon but literally just lose them and there's talk, too, um, I don't know if it, how conspiratorial it is, but that even the aviation, the, like the flight patterns and everything, are actually following these magnetic lines that are on the Earth, and it's a conspiracy 
that that might be going on, that they follow a specific trajectory every single time, not just because it's timely, but because it's safer due to these magnetic lines. And if these intersections of these magnetic lines and ley lines of the earth are all ruled by these courts of these, un, of these beings who traverse these electrical ley lines, magnetic ley lines, I'm sorry, or electrical, I don't know, then maybe that's how, you know, they are interacting with us so personally. But they are definitely fixated on us, you know. And I think that a lot of them, too, can look just like a person. So they will look just like a person, someone you may even know, or someone that you may be familiar with or comfortable with. And there are stories of that. And you have the same kinds of stories coming out of Area 51, where individuals would have, like, um, I think there was one individual, it was her husband, and he called her frantically one day from Area 51. And I guess, I don't know if she never heard from him again or whatever, but the story was that he told her that if someone showed up to the house, it looked like him, not to let them in because it wasn't going to be him. And people were calling this, you know, that these are these aliens, but this fits the perfect exact archetype also of the fairy realm and of the Sealy and the Unsealy courts and all that, which just sounds like a bunch of riffraff, but this is not just folklore. This is, um, if you think about today, the conspiracy stories of today, it follows the exact same trajectory of information. It looks the same. It's just changed coats. It's just a different hat. <laughs> but yeah, I think it is. I think it very well could be. And I think that the government's trying to keep up with it. I think a lot of things that we see in the sky <clears throat> could be these aerial elementals and the government trying to keep up with it or to interact with it or to learn from it or to fight with it. Because if at the highest levels of government, have you ever wondered why? <clears throat> Pardon me, get some water. Have you ever wondered why the government's, the way that they are organized, why they follow that exact pattern and where they got the idea of rule of government. Well, they got it out of Rome, but then you think about the Sealy and the Unsealy courts too. And if, and of the Christian, um, I got you. I got you. Take, about, <laughs> take a break. I got you. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to quit talking and talking a little. Much. You're the best. You're the, anyway, best. <laughs> go ahead. You're the best, Jennifer. Uh, okay. So look, uh, I've actually never heard of the, the Sealy and the Unsealy courts and I'm frantically like searching here to keep up with you, <laughs> but uh, amazing stuff as oh. usual. Right. And so I like how there is always, 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 there's always like a sort of a paranormal parallel to, to 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 like just terra firma, you know, you know what I mean. Like we we're we're here, mm -hmm. and like you said, the, the structure is sort of placed in in a particular way that maybe we came up with it, but maybe we didn't. Maybe this is all you know. Back to that whole as above, <laughs> so below. But it has nothing to do with angels or demons or aliens. We're talking about like stuff from like primordial spirits from billions of years ago, right? That are have basically somehow constructed the reality we live in and we just don't know it yet right something like that Ooh, that's good yes <laughs> something like that i would suspect because it's all it's a mystery and i think that once you know i mean i think even kind of guessing kind of puts you into a predicament of sorts because i think it draws their attention you know i think that they are not somewhere far away i think that they are right here because the stories people have of these things are that they are right there. And the more that they're thought about, the more present they become. 
And there's a lot of danger with that if you follow a lot of the mythos. But the same thing seems to apply to the alien realm, too. But the more you talk about them with the summoning and everything, the more likely they come around. So even talking about it, especially where I am, (laughs) makes you kind of like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Even talking about it, even talking about it and thinking about it could draw their attention. And it's almost like they're operating on some highway, like a, like a tubing or like a, a pipeline that just, they can be one place and then another place instantly just by the thought conjuring of it. Like to utter, don't think the name type of, type of, type of plot line. Have you heard those kinds of stories? Like, don't even think the name, don't think the word and you do and you can't help it. And then they are there. Right. It's like, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they say, don't, don't, uh, don't speak the name of a demon lest you invoke it and invite it into your home sort of thing, right? Yes. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Jennifer, you, you are amazing. Thank you. Thank you for, uh, for hanging out with us. Thanks for being, uh, thanks for doing you and uh, enlightening me. I got some stuff to look up, some unseely and seely courts. Never heard of it. And uh, apparently the faith folk have their own uh, sort of uh, hierarchy that uh, Michael Strange needs to do, do yeah, some more they're research. Doing their thing. They're doing their thing. They're doing their thing. Uh, what else you got for us? Well, we got you on the phone. Yep. Thank you again for waiting over and uh, being patient with me tonight. Now I better get off here. <laughs> too, too much too much too long you're the best jennifer i appreciate the phone call <laughs> jennifer here has a youtube channel scroll yeah, down the link is in the description it says follow jennifer here uh do go follow her channel amazing stuff as you can tell always a pleasure jennifer have a fantastic night thank you for calling you too Thank you very much. There you go. Easy as that. We're talking about this idea of the elemental plane. Again, Seely on Seely Courts from Jennifer here. And again, it is the hierarchy of what we're doing now as, you know, the government. And, you know, people have talked about uh, Night Stalker in particular has, has told me in the past he thinks that, like, the United States is some large ritual, right? In particular, back to 1776 and the whole deal and the Masonic uh, connection and all this stuff, right? That there's a whole bunch more going on that we don't really see that kind of a you know obviously and open to like the, the the people that aren't paying attention but then if you pay pay some attention you start to see that maybe there is some ritual involved with these sorts of things and i wonder if there is a parallel to exactly what jen here's saying with the unseely and the seely courts so uh i'm gonna i'm gonna dig into that maybe we'll do that in a coming show because holy smokes blowing my mind as usual if you guys want to be part of the show we're still talking about this all right we're talking about the ufo phenomenon but not in terms of little green men we're talking about it in terms of what about nature spirits what about the elementals that maybe have been here on the earth forever forever right maybe this is the whole point. Uh, Jennifer brought up ley lines and the rest of this stuff, too. And I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if this is really what we're seeing. And it has very little to do with uh, little green men at all. And instead, it's some sort of, a, I don't know, back to that primordial trickster spirit, that archetype of uh, trying to fool us, trying to make us think that we see what we want to see. And it makes us see something that uh, maybe jars us or makes us afraid for ourselves. I don't know, afraid of it, right? Uh, there's a, I can't remember the name of this book, There's a, but there's a, uh, anyway, I, I don't know enough about it because it's been so long since I read it, but it was talking in, in particular terms about was that sort of that trickster spirit that lived in the wilderness so far from people out there in uh, Alaska. And so, you know, as many people know, there's a gigantically high suicide rate in Alaska and missing people and things like this. And uh, the idea of this fictional novel was that there is that primordial trickster spirit has 
basically made that area his or her her or its home because uh well it, it can, can kind of be out there by itself and then kind of pluck victims uh one at a time sort of thing pretty scary stuff but i don't know what so what do you guys think as always right we're still taking your phone calls thank you so much for all the amazing calls thanks thanks again to jennifer double shout out for uh for uh staying on uh being patient uh for the first time and then wait waiting through the break uh very 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 good stuff uh, i don't know will you guys tell me like i said you know this is not the answer show this is the question show but do you think it's possible that the, the orbs people are seeing, the lights in the sky, the things that Stephen Greer is summoning, do you think that they're not actually dimensional entities at all? At least in those terms. At least in terms of, you know, maybe machine elves or something like that, or maybe aliens jumping through portals. But what about if they're actually that ultra-terrestrial? What if they're actually nature spirits that have been here for a very, very long time? Let's go to this real quick, too, as we're talking about this. And uh, there's this thing called ghost lights, right? They call them. They're called will-o'-the-wisps. You guys, you guys hear that? You guys ever heard that term? I have. Here you go. Ghost lights used to be called will-o'-the-wisps. They were a weird glow over swamps or bogs. Nowadays, people report strange lights in the sky in all sorts of places. This is from EarthSky.com. Org. Some are more famous than others. The ghost lights closest to me and uh, the individual writing this is by the name of Deborah, Deborah Bird is uh, in the desert like Davis Mountains near Marfa, Texas. But you can see them in the Brown Mountains of North Carolina and other places in North America. They are modern, very ordinary uh, there are modern, very ordinary explanations for these lights, yet people still love to try to spot them. And I'm not so sure it's easily explained away because there's a whole bunch of this that, uh, so that's Western Texas. That's close enough to me. I should probably go check out uh, Marfa lights. I should go check that out. But uh, but that's that's what's going on here. Like there's this whole bit. So here we go. It's important to point out that the lights are not a figment of the collective imagination of a gullible public. The mystery lights have been well documented by scientists and celebrities if you go to the Marfa Lights Viewing Center, you are likely to see them in the night sky for yourself. James Dean is said to have been so obsessed with them during the filming of the movie Giant, they would keep a telescope nearby at night to catch glimpses of them. Ghost lights are an ancient phenomenon that occur worldwide. Some people call them will-o'-the-wisps, while other re- others refer to them as swamp lights or orbs. It's hard to say precisely when the Marfa lights first appeared, uh, but there are reports of sightings dating back to the 19th century. But the first known printed account of them showed up in a 1957 issue of a Coronet magazine, where they were referred to as the Texas Ghost Lights. And there you go. There you go. That's that's probably a good way to round this out. That we're, we began in this uh, this situation where we talked about uh, the atmospheric ghost lights, the Marfa lights here, and then, of course, the Hesdalen lights, which are in a Norwegian valley of Hesdalen. And this is, this is sort of what I'm describing, right? Is I don't know in terms of answers here. Uh, of course, you know me. I just don't know answers with anything, really. And, and I think that's probably the best way to be anymore, because everybody wants to tell you the answers. But I don't know. I'm so skeptical of people trying to make up some BS and, uh, like, slide an answer behind some, hidden behind some propaganda, right? That I, I don't know. Like, um, it's, it's making me more and more cynical by the day but uh i do like to ask my own questions and that's really what this is all about so what do you guys think as we kind of wind this down we got a few minutes left if you want to jump in here and uh, give us your take 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 and the question is this right 
we have these lights in the sky. What if you throw out the alien hypothesis entirely, right? It's impossible to get here, light years, et cetera, so on. It's just too damn far. But then what about if we're still seeing these things, these lights in the sky? Are they these maybe primordial elemental spirits that have been here forever? And they've been here long before people. They've, they've seen the dinosaurs come and go, this type of stuff. As long as you can imagine history, as long as you believe history is a thing, they've been here. And they've been here, and they're watching us, and they're trying to maybe maybe communicate. They're trying to trick us. They're trying to help us. They're trying to not help us. I don't know. I have no idea. How does this work? I have no idea. And if you want to be part of the show, like I said, a couple minutes left, 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the show. But there's a, there's, there's a lot to this in that, like I said, I pulled up a whole bunch here. And let me explain why, it's, why, why I framed this in the sense of this. The elemental plane of the UFO phenomenon. This one goes out to APOC with my, uh, with my, you guys in your role playing games. Uh, so we have this, right? Back in the early 80s, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, right? Back to the satanic panic of uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Well, uh, th- they had this book called uh, Manual of the Planes by an individual named Jeff Grubb. And they were talking about uh, these not just planes, they call the, the, the plane of existence that we live in. And again, this is a cosmology from a fictional universe. But as many of you know, the Dungeons and Dragons universe is based heavily on not just mythology, folklore, legends, all the rest of this stuff. It's all very rooted in our very real world. And that's what I found fascinating about this is that you can find sort of like occult, uh, esoteric type stuff uh, through, you know, some of these old, you know, tomes you can find with leather bound, dusty books or whatever. Right. But also they dug a lot of this information out and put it into these books sort of for a modern age. But check this out. The elemental planes have long been a source of adventure in Dungeons and Dragons. This is from uh, dndwizards.com. Princess of the apocalypse marks D&D's latest delve into the world of the elements a constant presence within the game since its inception. Air, earth, fire, and water elementals are as old as the D&D game, appearing in the original Dungeons & Dragons rules back in 1974. However, these elementals only became part of something larger when Gary Gygax introduced a cosmology for Dungeons and & Dragons in Dragon Magazine. In July 1977, he laid out an entire Great Wheel that included the ultra-pure elemental planes of air, fire, earth, and water. These four inner planes existed alongside the material plane and the almost elemental positive and negative material planes. Gygax didn't provide many details, but it was his first it was his first look at a cosmic conception. And interestingly and notably, like I said, it, it's one of those strange things where you can say, yeah, yeah, Mike, this is just some fictional BS. But not really. I mean, if we're talking about the planes of existence and you talk about that uh, Paracelsian alchemy and the rest of that stuff, right? That we're, we're literally talking about the four elements. We're talking about, right, uh, air, earth, fire, water is what we're talking about. And so in, no, in that sense, it's, it's real. This stuff is real. But then if we're talking about planes of existence, does it or does it not make sense that they would have entire planes full of these areas? Of not just meaning areas of, well, an entire plane of existence in and of itself, but let's say the elemental plane of air has no land whatsoever. It's all clouds, 
and sky and wind, right? And that's it. If you can't fly, you're constantly falling forever, right? Things like this. What about the elemental plane of water? Can you imagine what that exists like? There's no surface. Literally every single thing in the entire area is underwater. You start to see, right? And if we're talking about the planes of existence, like I said, in terms of, uh, you know, just a role-playing game, that's one thing entirely. But what about the planes of existence in terms of maybe void or in, to- in terms of like uh, the positive and negative and sort of, what about, uh, what about those ley line elements? What about electro magnetism. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of stuff here that, uh, like I said, it's fun to think about. It's fun to talk about. And uh, that's what we're doing. That is exactly what we're doing tonight. And that's exactly what we do on Troubled Minds. I don't know. Like I said, I don't have answers. I am the rambling man. And uh, it comes out in the comments. I, in the last 24 hours, a couple comments. One was unlistenable. I was like, cool, bro. Cool story, bro. <laughs> the second one, uh, this guy rambles too much. Huh. If we weren't on the radio, I got some choice words for that. But what can you do? I, yeah, I'm walking here. I'm talking here. I don't know. Anyway, so as we wind this up, we're done. We're done. We're done on, on done on Fringe. As you know, uh, we go a couple hours on Fringe. And if you're listening to us on the Fringe FM, stay tuned for Joe Roop lighting the void, and then after that, of course, Ryan Gable and the secret t- secret teachings. If you're listening to us on any other platform, stay tuned for a third hour of Troubled Minds as we just keep asking questions. There's more. We can get into this uh, unseely in the sealy courts. We can get into the elemental plane of fire if you like we can get into the rest of this stuff and we're going to keep doing it one more time thanks for listening appreciate you guys very very much at the end it goes a little something like this be sure be strong be true thank you for listening from our troubled minds to yours have a great night three trouble minds coming up this is the deal we're still talking about this right if we throw out the alien hypothesis tonight we're saying ancient astronaut theorists say no no the answer is no tonight what about this what about the elemental plane of the ufo phenomenon what's actually happening are we being spied upon by primordial nature spirits is there a trickster element what about this unsealing the sealy courts I'm just hearing about it for the first time. What about the hierarchy of the faith folk themselves? Looking to hear from you. If you want to be part of the show tonight, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. Easy as that. We got a phone call. I see you there. We're going to get to you in just one moment. Please stay with us. Two-minute break. And then we'll get into the third hour. Third hour of Trouble Minds is commercial free. So uh, stay there on the line. It looks like we have... Tom. Tom in Ohio. Hang tight. Two minutes. Be right with you. Two minute break. More trouble minds on the way. Don't go anywhere.
All right, that seems good. What do you think? Welcome back to Trouble Binds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we're doing our thing, streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, taking your phone calls as we discuss this idea of these ancient elemental spirits. Do you think that all the UFOs we're seeing in the sky right now are actually that instead of that ancient astronaut theorists say no love to hear your thoughts 702-957-1037 let's go to tom in ohio first time caller looks like welcome to trouble my friend go right ahead yes sir mr strange mr rambling man (laughs) i would like to bring up a couple of points sure go right ahead um have you heard have you heard the stories about the crop circles that uh, eyewitnesses have actually seen orbs flying around them while they were being made and uh, immediately afterward. Sure have. Sure have. Eyewitness accounts of exactly that. Okay. And that's what I'm describing. Are these the same nature spirits? Go right ahead. Yes, sir. Um, Now, that brings up the topic of color. Um, I, I believe that the eyewitnesses saw these orbs associated with the crop circles as being yellow or white. And when they were swarming around the crop circle, eventually they all took off in one direction, and immediately afterward, black helicopters showed up. Now, that tells me that um, I don't know what to call it, the industrial military complex, whatever. They have a means of detecting these, and um, they either want to investigate them or they want to chase them away. Now, that's, that's a rather, rather profound statement. I think so, meaning that uh, they either think they're a threat or they think they're a threat, right? I mean, so if, if they weren't in any capacity whatsoever going to do anything, let's say uh, in terms of maybe raising consciousness for people, even in terms of that, that would be a threat to a government at large, would it not? And so in some terms, I, I get that. I don't know. What's your, what's your theory there? My theory is, is that uh, there's different levels of what we would call quote-unquote government, you know, everybody knows about the surface state and the hidden state and what have you. And at some level, they are able to detect these things. I don't know if it's through radar, who knows what. And uh, when they detect them, they come out in force. They've got special um, helicopters with unbelievable sensory equipment. Who knows? different light spectrum, uh, sound spectrum, and they're chasing these things. They're trying to see what they're doing and what they're trying to communicate. But the point is, um, I'm going to switch over a little bit. Um, Like I said, most of the eyewitnesses, they report those orbs associated with crop circles with white and yellow. Now, if you go to Skinwalker Ranch, the, there's orbs there that people feel are um, tricksters or an, even anti-human, and they tend to be blue. And I think there's um, a reflection of the orb's emotions. 
uh, in the color. If they come across as being blue, they might mess you up. They, they might uh, do something that you don't like. But these other ones, the white ones and the yellow ones, for whatever reason, they seem to, oh, let's make a beautiful crop circle. It's not just a beautiful crop circle. There is a message in the crop circles. I think that the uh, white and yellow orbs are not just observing the crop circles. I think they are a part of the, uh, of the, the making process. Okay. Okay. Uh, making what? The crop circles themselves. The crop circles. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I have sir. heard this. So yes, the story I, I heard regarding this uh, was from a traveler in England, actually, because I, they have this thing in England, uh, United Kingdom, called uh, it's crop circle season, right? And so you, you get where where these these crops are like kind of ready to be just before harvest time, late summer, and you get it's called crop circle season because that's when they appear the most. So people go out there, it's become like a, a very big tourist type of industry. But there are particular areas where they describe eyewitness accounts of exactly what you've what you're describing here, where these sort of orbs even come out of the earth. They spin around, they do circles, they they whiz by people's heads and then they're creating these crop circles. And some people have speculated that it is the earth itself trying to communicate with people through maybe these nature spirits. What's your take on that? Well, I have I have never been to university. All I can tell you is that I have been a, an astute observer of comparative religions for all my life and there are very early let's call them Christians who came out of the mystery religions and they felt that the earth was alive and they called her Sophia yes in America we would say Sophia Sophia you're talking and about the new age people would say Gaia Gaia you're talking about the Gnostics. I am of the personal opinion what you're talking about the Gnostics. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry well, to interrupt you. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Um, and personally, in my heart of hearts, I feel the same way, that the earth is alive, and she and we are playing a very beautiful and delicate dance. And we, we have got to try to... Um, <clears throat> protect our earth, and at the same time to prosper. There's nothing wrong with human beings trying to prosper. Every animal on this planet, fox, deer, squirrel, <laughs> groundhogs, we all fight for the same things. Territory, breeding rights, a nice warm home. Why should human beings be any different? We're not. We're all united in this struggle. But, but, we don't want to be like an overpopulation of rabbits in Australia. We want to uh, make sure everything gets fat and sassy. <laughs> That's the phrase I use. There's more than enough for everyone. We're practically living in the Garden of Eden, but we can't see it. Okay? Yeah. And yeah. some of these um, nature spirits... They've been here for a long time. 
who knows how long, maybe before the dinosaurs. Maybe they are the watchers. Some watchers fell, but some didn't. Okay? Some are still guarding the planet. And some, they just want to bring everything down. They would love to make the Earth like a desert planet. But you know what? <clears throat> Thank God he's put people on the earth with good hearts and good souls who will stand up and say no and no more this is as far as it goes Amen to that. Amen to that. Uh, we just had a show not too long ago regarding the Watchers. I didn't even think to, to connect the two, but it seems like uh, maybe you're onto something here. Maybe there is a connection. Uh, let me ask you, Tom, wh- where did you find our show? Um, I've got an application that's um, called uh, Paranormal Radio. Nice. That's where I found you. Nice. All right. Perfect. Perfect. And, and I, I love the application because I can effortly switch from show to show to show. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Totally. Okay, cool. I, I, I just checked because uh, when, when I, we get a brand new caller, I'm curious what's working out there. So I appreciate it so much. Brilliant stuff from you tonight. What else you got for us while well, we got you on the phone? Mr. Ramblin' Man, Mr. Strange, that's all I had to say, and uh, I'm getting kind of tired. Here in Ohio, it's late at night, and I think I'll just kind of take a nap. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Uh, we got uh, people in the chat saying, please call in soon. You're welcome anytime, my friend. Thank you for finding us. Thanks for calling in. Uh, pleasure is mine. Have a fantastic night. Sleep well. Mister. Thank you, Mr. Strange. Bye-bye. Have a great night. There you go. Tom in Ohio. Easy as that. Easy as that. There you go. Nick in the mud. I found uh, Trouble Minds on the Paranormal Radio app, too. All right. Something's working. Something's working. That's a good thing. Very, very good thing. That's Tom in Ohio, first-time callers. We've had quite a few first-time callers in the past uh, week, two weeks, three weeks. It's uh, It keeps happening. It's, uh, it's, it's a brilliant thing. It's This is the whole idea, right? This has been the idea. It's been the dream since literally day one of Troubled Minds. Hey, what about we do a thing and then... People call and talk about the thing, right? But holy shit, it takes forever to get enough people listening to finally get some phone calls. (laughs) So uh, just to let you know, four years in April. And look, we're living the dream now. But there was a a dark period there where we're like, shit, is anybody ever going to (laughs) call? And there you go. Still talking about this tonight, the elemental plane of the UFO phenomenon. What do you think? What about if we toss out the idea of little green men and the rest of this? Is there something more to this? Is there something less to this? What's going on? You tell me. Primordial nature spirits, elementals, 702-957-1037. Let's go to Matt in California. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? Did you see my little alien toys I was holding up on the stream? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mike. What's up, man? Ah, just chilling. I'm, I'm going to go get them. Matt, Matt was nice enough to bring uh, alien toys for my dog, and these are the toys Matt brought, and she's <laughs> she loves the shit out of them. So that's... <laughs> go right ahead, sir. Not to embarrass you. It's uh, amazing stuff. Awesome. I don't need to be. Go right ahead. I uh, just yeah, I just want to call it add to ramble some conversation. Uh, right on, ramble, think, ramble uh, on, my you know, friend. Great, <laughs> great, great callers. Everybody, everyone calling in was great tonight. Um, Jennifer was 
kind of talking exactly about the stuff I'm going to talk about. I'm going to add to hers. Okay, sweet. Uh, but I think, you know, when we talk about this stuff and how we're kind of talking about it with aliens too, like maybe we are um, confusing, like lumping everything together. We don't know. We're not putting, a, you know, the same, it's the same things. We're just using different words to describe what we're seeing. And so I think there's two parts to this. I think that there's the research part, the knowledge, the learning part of it, where, you know, we could sit around and talk about, you know, all the elementals and, and research and learn about them and read the folklore and, and read fairy tales and stuff. And there's also the experience part of it. So it's like a, you know, people experiencing it. And it's like a 50-50, you know, like you can research it and not have an experience or you can have an experience and not know what it is you're seeing. You got to do both to, you know, put the pieces together. And so um, just in my knowledge about it, I was thinking about, so we have to remember that there's actually five elements, earth, air, water, fire, and then spirit is the fifth element. And so if spirit's the fifth element, if there's a spiritual world, the spiritual realm of existence where our spirits are, then there could be realms, the four elemental realms you were kind of talking about, where it's like the base of that element. So like the water, you know, the realm of water, the realm of fire, all that. And then each, so you can see how it kind of comes through like a lens into our world as like each, you know, we see it in animals. Now all the animals are made up of all the elements, you know, we're all made up of all the elements, earth, air, water, fire, and spirit. But like all the birds would be like a, you know, air elemental. All the plants would be earth, they're not elemental, but from that uh, element. The plane, the plane uh, of existence, plane of, the, plane, the, the elemental plane. Right, right, yeah. exactly. Yep. So, like, all the plants could be from the earth realm, all that, etc. And there's also the guardians of the realm, and then there's the watchtowers, which are kind of like a lens that, that we can see through it, and then there's also, like, the tools. So, the guardians would be, like, the more, like, condensed of that element. So, uh, for example, it would be, these would be, um, like the court cards of the tarot deck, the, um, you know, the page, knight, queen, king, um, would be like for, uh, so gnomes and um, dwarfs would be like the earth ele- elemental guardian. Uh, for water, it would be the undines, which are like mermen, mer- mermaid, mermen. And then uh, for earth, it would be sylphs, which are like a different race of a fairy. And then what was the last one would be um, fire would be salamanders. Uh, there's like a salamander in every fire. And then you can break that down, you know, into the tools. So like the tools and, and with the tools is different for every, um, each culture, each tradition has different ways of, of seeing it. So, you know, there's no really right or wrong answer. That's the way I learned it. You have, you know, the wand will be fire. That's like your passion, your will. Um, the cup would be, um, you know, hearts would be um, water because your emotions flow like water. Um, then it would be the um, swords would be air. You know, you cut air with a sword and it's, you know, our um, and communication, like our thoughts are from air. And then uh, the last one would be uh, uh, pentacles would be earth, which would be like money, you know, diamonds would be like a physical manifestation, like, our, you know, our money on earth. And then, uh, also there's the watchtowers, which bring those elements through. 
And so the magician wants to, uh, how do you say, call upon those elements to witness or to like help and aid in the magic. So they would call upon the watchtowers in the, the directions, the cardinal directions that they represent to call upon them to, you know, watch over them and protect them. And let's see, what else am I going with that? Sorry, that's a lot. I was rambling there. That's okay. I got you. I, uh, let's uh, let's do the end joke. I got your watchtowers right here. It was actually one of the things I pulled up I was reading about earlier. And that so typically it goes like this. East equals air. South equals fire. West equals mm-hmm. water. North equals earth. The corners of the four cardinal directions are also known as the watchtowers. And uh, it's it's related. So uh, there you go. Right, so, so quite literally, Matt, I got your watchtowers right here. <laughs> Yeah, and that's there's reasons for that too. And then also, um, the angels are also connected to the the, um, the elements and the directions. So I thought that was interesting too. I think that um, what we're seeing is like we might not know exactly what it is, so we're kind of like lumping it all together, and then the aliens come into it. But I think that these elementals have been here; they're a part of nature, part of the earth. Yeah. Okay. So, so you think there is something to this? It, if if you're flipping coins and you got to go fifty one forty nine, you think it's more likely that these orbs and things we're talking about in the scene are more nature spirit, less alien? You think that's probably how this is? Uh, uh it's hard to explain that because I I do believe in aliens. Uh, but as far as like little green men and ships, I don't think that's what it is. I think if these orbs, maybe that like they're will o wisps. They're basically, it's um, how I was saying, like, there's the element, there's the realm of the element, and then there's the things that exist in our, you know, on physical realm. Um, what if this is, like, the angelic version of that? And it's just, you know, it doesn't come through as a form. It just comes through as a ball of light that us humans just can't comprehend or understand what it is. And maybe that's the orbs that we're seeing, like the will-o'-wisps. But then alien is like a totally different thing. So I believe in aliens, but I think maybe these balls of light, these orbs we're seeing, maybe they're just higher beings that can't manifest on our physical realm. And that's why we're seeing them as just simply balls of light. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And and I think the thing too is part part of why we do this, you you already know, Matt, but we we do this in, in terms of getting together because I think that our, you know, my opinion is that our human definitions are incredibly sloppy and it's because we just don't know, right? There's no, like you can't, you know, go, go grab a gin by the ear and, you know, throw him or her in a zoo, you know, type of thing. And so, so that's, that's why we do this because I think that in terms of like you say alien, right? But like, like Ash was saying last night, like alien means just, you know, not like us. It means something different is what it means. Foreign, and so, it, yeah. yeah it, so it could be sort of all encompassing, but then in the same breath, uh, it doesn't have to be like, like it, the term alien to, to most people means little green men. Right. But, but I, I just don't think it's necessarily that I, I, I if I was 5149, you know, flipping coins, et cetera, I would say that uh, it's it's probably more of these trickster nature type spirits, right? And the rest of this, 
because it just makes more sense that uh, it, it all comes together that way in my mind instead of I mean, imagine flying from from way the fuck out there in the mm-hmm. galaxy to come all the way over here just to like hang out and fuck with us, right? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Wouldn't you come all the way to like make contact or at least stay invisible and not make contact? It would be one or the other, right? Like, I can't see like you know like the, the teenage drive by. You're like, oh, hey, let's let's drink some maybe juice on a Friday night and whiz by like a big city and flash our flash our ufo lights you know you know what i mean like it doesn't make any damn sense does it yeah i I think you're right um it is hard to explain it like that or if it is a you know alien coming from so far away it's just hard to fathom how would they travel here um so that's why i think more interdimensional or you know time or like space bending is more i guess like I believe in that more than uh, like an alien traveling here on a ship in another galaxy. Yeah, it may, it just makes a ton more sense. So so what do you know then yeah. about? So we're talking about like the elements themselves and like maybe nature spirits. What do you know about like maybe that primordial nature spirit? If we're talking about like literally like a billion years ago or two billion years ago, that type of thing. Whatever the timeline is of your cosmology go back to the earliest. Do you think that whatever we're dealing with has been here for as long as you can imagine? Oh, I think it might even go back further than that. Like all the way back to like the big bang, because, uh, before the earth was made, you know, the earth was made or whatever. And it's, you know, was made with fire and there's water here. And so those elements were here, you know, before the elements existed before the earth was even made, but then you have the element of earth which is interesting. So I don't, I don't know that, but I think that these, um, how you said primordial old ones, I think these elements, they're like part of the big bang. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they, they've always been here and we're just comprised of mm-hmm. these things. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that, that Paracelsian alchemy actually, is that, uh, you know, you, you put the, you put the four things into, into quantify them like that and they're different realms. And so those realms, again, those things like, you know, like they say that, you know, mankind discovered fire at some point, you know, what, million, couple of million years ago, whatever they say, right? Whatever, whatever the anthropology term is now for, for that date, whenever that happened, you know, there's, a, there's actually a, a mythological date that's a little more foggy, but it's Prometheus, the firebringer, right? That we didn't find it ourselves. It was right. brought to us by somebody or something else. <laughs> it gets wild, yeah, doesn't but- it? But fire was here, you know. Exactly. There was before, a lightning. Exa- exactly. You know, lightning hit a ground yep. and started a fire, like way before humans, way before dinosaurs, you know. Yep. So fire was already here. Yeah, it should be. Uh, I have one more. If I have time. Sure. Yeah. Go redhead. No one behind me. MJ's here, oh, but he just uh, popped yeah, on. So, go redhead. Uh, okay. So uh, just one quick. Um, this is another thing I just wanted to point out that what we're talking about tonight. Um, I'm into like anime. I don't know if you guys are into anime. There's a couple of animes uh, I recommend to watch. They're from this guy. I can't say his name. It's Japanese, but uh, it's Studio Ghibli is the uh, the director, the people that directed these shows. And uh, two animes. The first one's called Princess Monoki. That's like one of my favorite. Like from way back in the day when I was a little kid. You know, I have all the posters and shirts and everything. It's a really good um, anime. It shows you about. You know, talks about like the the primordial, you know, spirits of 
I'm with you. Are you there? You're cutting out? Is that me or is that you? Test one, two. You hear me, Matt? Ah, shit. <laughs> it's me. <sighs> All right. Phone line dropped again. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. What's going on with this world? What's going on in this world? Matt thinks I stopped talking to him. I'm going to call it back. Just Thank like you it for calling Troubled Minds. Caller ID authorized as a host. Welcome, host. You are now in the host room and can manage your callers from the call-in studio web interface. All right, Audio Matt. recording is on. Dual channel. Okay, Matt. Uh, the phone line disconnected right as you were talking about Princess Mononoke. Go right ahead, sir. I'm sorry about that. Uh, sorry. Sorry, man. I had that feeling that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, right? They're, they're on to us. I tell uh, you what. <laughs> okay, Princess Mononoke is an anime about... Uh, there's every there's uh the, all the animals have their own god, like there's the god of this, the god of you know every animal, and as mankind builds cities and build you know encroaches upon the forest, those gods get weaker and weaker and they become mortal and they die, so all the you know all the old gods are dead, and there's that, and then there's another movie he made called um, Spirited Away, that one's pretty good too, uh, and that movie's about. Uh, there's like a, it's like a bathhouse for spirits. So like certain, like if the uh, spirit was like trashed by garbage or trashed by, you know, man pollution, the spirit can go to this bathhouse and get cleaned and, you know, come back as a clean, fresh spirit. And uh, those stories, that one in particular about the bathhouse, these are based on the, um, the art, the artist, the director. They're based on like true stories that he's experienced and so like, he was like, one day, like he went, you know, they had a thing. They wanted to clean this river. This river was really gross. There was like pieces in it. Or like, you know, there's like all kinds of junk in it. So they did, you know, group thing, got together and cleaned up this river. And they're pulling all this stuff out of it. And they're like pulling like, you know, cars and junk and garbage out of this river. And they're pulling like a, he pulled like a bicycle out. He's pulling like, all this junk garbage out. And at the end of the day, after they had done and the river was running all clean and clear again, uh, the spirit of the river came to him and thanked him. And so he, in his anime, he, you know, he recreated the scene. And so in this, in the anime, in this bathhouse, they're cleaning the spirit, this river spirit. It's like this, you know, mucky, gooey, ugly looking spirit. And they're cleaning it. They're taking all this garbage out of it. And they, you know, pull a bike out of it. They pull, you know, all the junk out of it. And then at the end, the spirit is clean. And it's, you know, able to go back and go back to the world and be, like, a healthy part of the earth again. It's pretty cool. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds great. Sounds great. Can you do me a favor and link that stuff in uh, Discord when you get a chance? No hurry, of course. Yeah. I appreciate that's it. That's where um, Princess Monoki is, where those uh, Kodamas come from. That's the... Uh, the forest spirits. Gotcha. Okay. Let's talk about. All right. Amazing. Amazing so, stuff, yeah. man. I love it. Matt, I'm a fan. You're the best, brother. All right, guys. Thank you. Good night. Thanks for the phone call. 702. That's Matt in California. Uh, again, uh, I met Matt and his wife, Lacey. They came out. We had dinner. It was fantastic. And uh, I'm not kidding. He brought me this adorable little rocket ship. Uh, he brought me some other things, too. But my dog is enamored it's a little rocket ship dog toy with aliens that you stuff in the middle of it and the dog pulls the aliens out (laughs) 
It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you to Matt and Lacey for uh, spending your time with me. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for bringing me nice things. It's amazing. And then my dog is uh, chewing the shit out of those aliens. (laughs) Fantastic call, Matt. Fantastic stuff. Uh, Matt's Matt's on the game. We're still talking about this, guys. What do you think? The elemental plane of the UFO phenomenon, meaning that, of course, is is there a situation here where uh, the lights in the sky or the, the orbs we see are not like we think, right? Again, maybe the trickster spirit archetype, maybe maybe this uh, the, this primordial something, this spirit, nature spirit, trickster spirit. Are they the same? Are they not with the unsealing, the sealy courts, which is a term I just learned tonight. What's up, Jennifer? Thank you. I'm going to look into that as well. But that's the thing, right? This is why we do this together. So we, again, I'm one person. I can't know all the things. Well, but like I said, I'm me, you're you, together we're us, and uh, together we know a lot more things. And thank you guys for the amazing phone calls. Thanks for spending your time and energy with us. Let's do it. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubleminds.org. We got Kelly here, and we got MJ. Both have been waiting for a long time. Let's go to MJ real quick. We can do Kelly and MJ. Uh, let's do them both. Let's go, to, let's go to MJ first. What's up, brother? Go right ahead. You're on Trouble Minds with Mike. And Kelly's here listening as well. Go right ahead, sir. Okay, um, you're talking about orbs, and I'm going to tell you two quick stories about, because I've had experiences with a lot of orbs up in the sky or floating around through a forest. Um, the first one I saw, and I found this one to be very interesting, um, was I was in a, running a mother-in-law cottage in Phoenix, and, you know, I was doing work at the phone line, bartending, you know, real folks stuff was going on, and... Um, I was sitting there watching TV, and of course, it's just a, a room, closet, bed, in their kitchen, bathroom. That's about it. So I'm laying in bed watching TV. All of a sudden, to my left, and there was a window on the east side of the building, which had a ficus tree that grew past the window. It covered the window completely. So any light coming from the outside would be distorted. You see the branches and the leaves, shadows. Okay? So I'm sitting there watching TV, and all of a sudden, I see this black rectangular block in the air just uh, left of the window, far enough away you could see it, all of a sudden this blue orb comes flying through past the window, and then there's another rectangular black block in the air, and it went into it, right? And I'm just like, okay. You know, you're sitting there watching it. Not 10 seconds later, a helicopter comes up, is on the east side of the building, and he puts his floodlight directly on that window and sits there for a good minute or so. And I'm like... All right, you know, years later, start thinking about it. They had to have been chasing that thing across town because it went inside. It came inside the building I was in, and he stopped and put his floodlight directly on the window. You could hear him coming, and then all of a sudden he just, all of a sudden, boom, there's the light on the window, and he sat there for a good minute or so, hovering. And then he finally pulled off again. Now, you're there. I was in a couple of different towns in Arizona. You go out in the desert and watch, and you see a lot of stuff. And this one particular town is very extremely active. So back in 2009, I went back up there again just to get away from the city, go sit in the rocks during the day, you know, hang out. And um, there's a guy that bought the property that I usually go on. And I was getting, I didn't know he bought it. So I was up there on my motorcycle, pulled up, I was getting, you know, getting off and everything. Suddenly this guy's standing next to me talking to me. And he starts the conversation immediately about the Phoenix Lights. That was it. There was no, oh, hello, how are you? What's your name? Phoenix Lights. So as he's talking to me about this, and he's giving me a dead stare, it's like there's no emotions in his eyes, nothing. After the conversation was over with, there was a little bit, but not much. Now, in the interim, I'm sitting there listening to him, and I just got that feeling to look up, 
you know, because you got you you kind of get a tone to it. And I look, I looked at as like I started backing up. I and I was underneath a tree, so I kind of looked up slightly to my left. I could see an orange orb. And I looked at him really slow, and I didn't want to, you know, throughout the throughout the recognition that I'd seen it. So I looked at him, and he's still talking. And in my mind, I'm going, "How come you're not looking up? Don't you see that thing?" So I kept backing up. So I was out from underneath a tree and I looked up and I, you know, opened up and say, okay, I see you. You see me now. What? And it just disappeared. That's pretty wild. Did uh, Okay. So, and I know you've, you've called him before and told me about some of the orbs and things you've seen anyway. So this is, this is not a, this is not out of the ordinary for you. You, you tend to see some things anyway. So, so on to yeah. the, back to the topic here that we're talking about. Do you think there's some, correlation here to it's not ufos like aliens but what about the nature spirits what do, what do you think is going on with this the elemental plane and maybe elementals primordial <laughs> spirits what's your take on that um as far as that's concerned because i go out i take my pendulum out and i've got some old trees on the property and what i'll do a building uh the yard anything um i'll go out and um what do they call it uh, dowsing but I'll talk to the tree or the building, whatever I'm getting ready to do and say, you know, ask, you know, cause I actually, at one time I have a property, it's got nothing but trees on it and it's zoned for agricultural use. And I was going to take part of it and clean it out. And I stopped, I felt guilty about doing that. So I went down there and I was, you know, just asking around and there was a, I guess a wizard on the other end of the property or a, a gnome or something. And so I was down there, you know, kind of talking, I had my board with me talking everything I could visually see him. And I said, this is what I, I said, are you guys going to be upset that I do this? Cause some of this needs to be cleaned out because a deer like to come in and eat, but because of all the trees, it takes away food from them because they eat the grub in the wintertime, like the roots of the grass and stuff in the wintertime. And, um, that's what I do. So as far as elementals, there is earth energy, there is spirit energy, everything here has a consciousness absolutely everything the dirt has a consciousness so yeah absolutely it's all around us it's just people think they're dominant they're very you know dominant beings and they're not they're not learning to live on the earth with the everything else here they're not learning to live with it um and you know and we're beings that have to go out and kill other animals for sustenance to eat and it's just kind of how it is that's how we're designed uh, so we're all in this together. If you talk to the uh, deer or, you know, whatever you're getting ready to do, you can douse like your pigs, your chickens. Um, you know, I, I doubt that any of them want to die, um, but you can ask them, is it okay? And one of them will say yes, that, you know, you need, you need the food and your food and, you know, this is what we're doing. And you can sit there and ask permission for these things. Like so the volunteer it's in agreement with both parties. The volunteer, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know exactly. It's... Basically, that's what goes on. And the thing is, what what the nature, the elementals realize is, life goes on with or without them. It's like a cedar tree is a cedar tree. You cut it down, um, it's put out seeds for the next year, so more cedar trees come up. So their spirit lives through the other trees. So the animals know their spirit lives through other pigs or other deer's, other birds, this type of thing. So they're not. Um, they don't, they don't like death, but they know death is coming. So they're not, they're not, in, you know, it doesn't bother them. They see that differently. Um, humans are the only breed of animal on this planet who want to live forever. They don't get that they move on. We're, we're actually the dumbest. 
<laughs> hey, speak for yourself. Damn it, MJ, speak for yourself. <laughs> You're the best, bro. You're the best. I appreciate the phone call. We got Kelly behind you. He's been waiting for a long time, too. Give us your final thought here. So you think there is some sort of maybe, uh, let's say, elemental spirits have been here long before us? Oh, God, yeah. They're, they're well established. That's why they understand life the way they understand it. We've not reached that yet. So they've been here much longer than we have. Gotcha. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So you're on board. All right. If I, if I got questions, I know where to find you. I'll give you a call. You're the best, MJ. Thanks for listening. Thanks <laughs> okay. for calling. Always right. a pleasure. You're the best, brother. Have a great night. Here we go. 702-957-1037. We're talking about the idea that there's nature spirits. And not just nature spirits. Let's say that they are maybe intertwined with this UFO phenomenon that we're always talking about. We're always thinking about. We've all seen lights in the sky. or Otherwise, why the fuck are you here listening to me? Like, unless you're taking notes to, like, bury me one day. Like, I knew it. He said this and he said that. Cancel Michael Strange. Yeah. And if you're that guy... I feel sorry for you. <laughs> uh, but but anyway, how does this work? How does this work? I don't know. Like, again, I don't have answers. I just have questions. More questions. Uh, somebody said in the chat a little ways up, uh, I can't remember who it was, but that the best answer is an open-ended question, and I kind of agree. Uh, 702-957-1037. Elemental spirits, primordial things, uh, earth spirits, Gaia, Sophia, you tell me. Uh, love to hear from you. Kelly in Colorado, thanks for being patient with us, my friend. Go right ahead. Welcome to Troubled Minds. How are you tonight? Good evening. How you doing? Ah, doing good, man. Doing good. You, know, you know, man, living the dream. Just do, doing the shit and doing the thing. I don't know. It seems like um, Kelly's been listening since the very beginning, just about. Uh, like I said, you know, we grinded for almost a damn year before we got callers. Kelly was one of the first ones. Uh, as far as I can remember, the first caller we ever had. And he's been with us ever since. But it seems like recently some of these conversations have been elevated in a number of ways, right? Because not because of me, right? I'm more comfortable kind of t- tackling huge concepts because if we have so many amazing people that call in and chip in, including yourself. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can probably agree with that. But uh, what are your thoughts there? And then also on the rest of this, what about the elementals and these, uh, these earth spirits? I'm sure you've had some experiences as well. Well, um, first off, I like to, uh, I've been here, you're right, probably for, well, a while now since you guys first started, but glad to be here, you know, always, uh, I've always been a type of, uh, try to contribute to different shows that I used to call into and, you know, just give my opinion and, um, my thoughts and maybe some information that I have, but yeah, it's always been a pleasure to be, uh, calling in here, man, so. And, and to share information with everybody. And now, like you're right, you're saying everybody that's been calling has been adding. It just gets, uh, you know, the thought gets deeper, and that's the reason why we're here. So, But as for um, this this topic tonight, the elementals, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a subject that's been talked about all through um, history, right? And, you know, as in... Uh, you know, you can add into the uh, UFO subject too, but or like aliens, or what they would be called as gods back then. You know, as far as back as like uh, ancient Egypt, you know, their gods were part of like elements, uh, the Romans and the Greeks. You know, you have Thor, the th- god of thunder, Poseidon, the water. And then as far back as even ancient Sumerian, 
And now Inky was water and earth. His brother Enlil was earth, uh, water, or I should say, air, I should say. And um, even back even further than that, where the original Sumerian writing was uh, you know, deciphered, it was uh, the Enuma Elish. And then back then, um, even there, you know, they were talking about the creation of, you know, the beginning of the story, the seven tablets of creation is what it is. It is also known as, but in the beginning, it talks about how there was the creation of the universe. It had nothing to do with like the Sumerians, but what they were talking about was the creation of the universe and how, and even the, our, our galaxy or our, uh, our, uh, solar system and how the planets were made, but they were like, they were like living beings, living gods, you know, uh, and how, uh, you know, some were more brutal than the other, which was, uh, Tiamat, I guess was a bully and that's what became earth and how Nubiru and it's also renamed in other stories as Enki's son, which is, uh, Marduk, right? The planet they, uh, battled, but what was interesting is they talk about how they use the elements, you know, the, the, the two, uh, whirlwinds, you know, there, or the, uh, uh, it was like uh, tornadoes or something, you know, they used the wind shot out from, you know, these uh, storms that shot out from, uh, from Nibiru and then it shot a lightning rod or sound like, you know, you could also, you know, if you took it as the ancient alien theory, it would be like weapons, but it talks about it shot a lightning rod and it split, you know, the innards of uh, like a laser beam or something like split the uh, planet of, of uh, Tiamat in half, which is, you know, now Earth or key back then, you know, and, but they, they use all the elements and, and that's how it was talking about. It was talking about the planetary systems as gods, you know, and that you could talk about like with, you know, everything that would goes with it, you know, just like you guys were all talking about earlier was, you know, the elements of, uh, and, you know, all directionals and stuff like that, you know, and then later on, you know, it's going out to, you know, even through, uh, like other native cultures, right? From the North American Indian, South American, Native American Indians here. And, uh, you know, the, um, down in, uh, India or Buddhism and stuff like that, where Hinduism, you know, they all talk about, you know, work, uh, being kind to the earth, you know, the elements using them, you know, that's why, you know, in my native culture, that's why, you know, mother earth, you know, if you're not kind to these things, that's where, you know, I was kind of taught uh, was when they were talking about, are they tricking us, you know? And, and I believe that it's not that it's just that it's how we treat, you know, these elements as well, you know, it'll be polluting the waters, you know, kind of like with, um, uh, what's his name from uh, California? It was Mike, I think what was, a yeah. kind of same thing, you know, if you're polluting the waters or, you know, destroying the earth. Mother Nature will fight back. So, you know, so that's what I think something was kind of happening besides the whole thing about, uh, you know, the weather changing. Everybody thinks it's, uh, um, what are they calling now? Um, well, I'm a little tired right now, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Join the oh, climate. Yeah. Uh, climate change. Climate change. And you're cutting out, you're cutting out, get close or do what, do what you got to do. You're cutting out a little bit. Pretty please. What about now? A little better. Try again. Right about now. Should keep keep talking. It might be an internet hiccup. It's still okay. Happening. So 
How about that? Is that better? Better, better. Go ahead. Yeah, well, you know, just like I was, you know, they're saying with climate change, I believe that, you know, these elements, especially Mother Earth, you know, and that, and that covers everything, you know, air, water, you know, earth, fire. And, you know, all those elements were the beginning of creation. You know, if we're talking like, you know, even coming out of, uh, you know, how planets and, you know, and moons and everything being created is being shot out at the fire, the elements there, you know. So it could be, but as for putting it as um, instead of UFOs, you know, there's some, uh, there's some things, uh, atmospheric conditions or earth conditions, it could be where some of these elements are, you know, clashing. Because when earthquake happens, they see these lights or whatever, you know, there's like those nights, those lights in Norway. I, I, I seen that too, and I was going to bring that up, but I couldn't remember. I was trying to find it, but I, was, I thought it was something a little different when you were talking about it. But uh, And then you have, you know, like the triangles, you know, or triangles along the planet where things disappear, you know, ships, you know, the Bermuda Triangle, you have the Dragon Triangle over in the Asian uh, waters over there. You know, I've been in a lot of waters on a lot of, you know, a lot on this planet. It's 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 interesting to watch some of that, too, because how the water changes and everything, too. You know, the oceans are all different colors. It, that's what's crazy about it. But there's an island even off of, uh, it's in Central Asia, it's called the Barsa uh, Kelmies, and in the native uh, language, it means the land of no return. You know, and there's a lot of people that disappear in those areas as well. You know, it's just like national forests that are you know around the planet, or things that just you know maybe it's just uh, if that happens, it was maybe I was thinking too, where you know maybe that uh, that is it's just like it makes the veil thin enough to see through, or or maybe it moves it out of way for a certain time frame to allow things you know pass come and go or or something like that. You know, who knows. Yeah, I'm with you. There's there's a there's a lot to this in that. Uh, who knows, right? Like, uh, I think that's the thing. Like Matt was saying, that like all of this was here long before us. Like, but, like, like again, I say the nature spirits on Earth in terms of Gaia, like, uh, uh, like, like was said tonight, or in terms of Sophia, right? But, but I think if you trace it all back to the beginning, that again, whether you want to believe in like the Big Bang cosmology or not. Like in terms of like the just the way physics works and you know all the rest of this, it's been here forever. Like for like literally the term forever, and so these things like you can say, nature spirits or not, in any case, one way or the other, you still have. Well, th- th- this was lo- like these things existed long before life as we know it existed. And so I have I have no problem just saying hey yeah you know what there's a, like elementals are real nature spirits are real like like the earth you know like have you ever been to a, like I know you I know you've done this Kelly like I, I did this when I was like you know I was a young man I was like eighteen years old and I said then and it seemed it seemed bizarre because like the thought never fully formed in my head but it seemed to me that you could learn more from like the trees then you could learn from people right and so you, you, and i guess i guess in, in some terms people would say you're communing with nature right it's, and things like this it's like you know what i mean like like the, the tree is patient right the tree is wise the tree is strong the tree is many things right 
it, 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 it moves with the wind, it, you know, even though if it gets struck by lightning, it still finds a way to persevere. Like there's so many things about like just these, and I'm just talking about one element of nature, right? But, but my point even then, before I even understood like the larger concept, and I'm not saying I, I do now, I'm saying that I'm from that point as a young man to my point now as a not so young man, and I'm not old, by the way. I'm not that old. Everybody relax. Chill the fuck out. Would everybody chill the fuck out? All right. I'm not that old. But anyway, the point is, right? Like what we thought we knew to what we know now was always changing. It's like that that idea of the river, right? They say that, you know, the, 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 the man walks into the river. It's never the same man in the same river because everything's always changing. And that's the point here, right? And what I'm trying to describe is I know you've done this too. You walk into these areas and you commune with nature somehow. And there's there's like, I don't know, there, there's a sense of peace. There's a sense of um, the way things probably should be, right? And that like, like humanity is just so chaotic and ridiculous sometimes that, you know, but, but it's not maybe me personally or you personally. It's just like the conglomerate of all of the the people it's just you know the drama like i said like i started the show talking about drama a little bit i I fucking hate drama i just hate it it's like come on like can we literally do anything else besides just stir up drama you notice the trees don't create drama you know what i mean they just do what they do i don't know anyway am i off the rails kelly help me brother (laughs) i don't know you're spot on because i have and you know, and I've been, like I said, I, I, I lived in different areas. So, you know, being in the Navy, I was uh, allotted by the ocean. And the ocean has a lot of energy. Everything is a vibration. So that's why I think that's where, and, you know, it, you know, everything is just a slow, it's a slow vibration. And that's where, you know, we have life and mass and everything. But we're all, we thrive for all that. You know, you got to be, and that is the, the saying of you got to be one with nature. You know, being by the ocean, you know, the waves, they have that aura. You know, they've always done, you know, scientific things on it where the wave, where it was crashing, there's an aura that, that it gives off that, you know, the human body, when you're standing by it, you know, it's an, it's an awesome feeling. It's like they say the waves, you can feel the waves crashing over through you, you know, and then, but being there after a while, you know, I'm from the mountains, you know, I'm, I'm from uh, Utah, Colorado area. And back then I used to always think, you know, I, I needed to be earthbound you know that's where it seemed to be like i used to walk in the forest you know still do you know with the just take my shoes off so i can feel the earth being grounded you know when you when you ground yourself as humans we need that and and that's where i talked you know well i don't know it was a long you know probably i don't know a couple of years ago and talking about this on another show but yeah you know they trained i believe that you know that's the whole thing you know nowadays they want everything for a human being to be out of touch with nature you know the whole grounding effect, the whole being in nature, being in trees, walking around in there, it'll calm you. It's it's one of those things, you know, the, we're, we're an animal of this planet. So we would have, you know, that's why to be communed with nature is the best thing for, you know, anything actually for, for the human body. You know, so that's why I felt like I come in here. And the most, and the most awesomest feeling when I ever felt in any kind of, mountainous area and stuff like that. It was the very first time I went to Alaska and uh, I moved there, you know, my brother was already there and uh, they took me out on uh, river rafting on this, on this uh, river, the Kenai river. But being there, you know, everybody had their poles and it was just me, my brother and his father-in-law at the time we were doing the last 
run, you know, all the way down to try to catch more fish. But I sat there, and my brother is telling me, hey, man, you going to throw the pole in or what? You know, I'm not, and I'm looking around, though, and I just finally I told him, too, and I was like, you know what I could, you know what's so weird is like I could feel the air on my skin, you know, just being there and the, how the colors of different green in the, and the water because the water is melted glacier water in it. You know, so it, I mean, that feeling right there was, I don't know, I, it was like being all in one nature with, and feeling all elements at the same time because, you know, the water is splashing lightly, you know, it's got the, you know, it's had like a mist off the river, you know, it was kind of like, early in the morning or late at night is coming in the evening time, you know, and you have all that feeling and it's all a big rush, man. And I, I couldn't even, I just sat there and, and I actually had them standing around looking at, you know, cause they had been there for a while. And his, his father-in-law said, you know what, Kelly, that's kind of crazy. That you said that because, you know, after living here for a while, you kind of, you know, you, you miss you it. Forget you that. miss it. You miss it. Hey, there's a term, Kelly. It's called it's called uh, missing the forest for the trees, right? You you walk into the forest. The forest itself is like a huge, gigantic thing, right? But what you see, right, what we choose to see is like an individual tree, an individual tree, an individual tree. And it goes both ways, right? Philosophically, it's like, so you miss the forest for the trees. So which is it, right? So what is your focus on? The, the fact that there's a tree in front of you and it's just a tree, you shrug your shoulders, or there's a river in front of you, you shrug your shoulders, right? But what about the forest for the trees? So it's not just that. It's like this entire ecosystem of life. I mean, and, and my God, we forget. Like, you know what I mean? We forget. Like, like, again, back to Star Wars and stuff, we were talking a little bit about it last night, but that the force, right? Like, all that energy, it's all energy. Well, the tr like I said, the tree is wise and slow and drama-free, and it can teach us everything we need to know about life, in my opinion, right? Like the tree. It's simple. But also, by the way, it's robust, and it's part of an ecosystem of a larger group of trees known as the forest. It's wild, man. I'm with you. Like there, it's, it's easy to get caught up and miss the magic that's around us because, holy fuck, the magic that's around us, right, man? It's uh, You just got to pay attention. You just got to open your eyes and open your ears, like open your thoughts and just like realize, like look around and see. It's all a miracle, bro. This is all just like holy shit, right? Yeah. Kind of like what Matt was talking about, too. It is Then he got into you know, with like those uh, Japan animations, you know, but I was kind of thinking more of like the last airbender, you know, that was kind of like how each, 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 uh, like each, uh, village had their own ability to, you know, bend air, earth, fire, wind, you know, they had the, all the abilities again, like, and that's a lot of Asian cultures too, you know, and that's just the ones that were always ones with nature. And if you, but what's interesting now is like, uh, I want to get to this part was how the governments, you know, they're looking at into that too. They don't, you know, they've been uh, studying a lot of that shit. That's the whole weather phenomenon where they change it, you know, because there was a, 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 there was even a talk that uh, Lind President B. Johnson was having at a university. He was like a spokesman for for their graduation. And he was even talking about his, his quote was, uh, if and those who controlling the weather can control the earth, you know? So, and they've been doing that shit for, well, I don't know how long now, man, for, for a while. And now they're saying, you know, I've seen some, uh, some, uh, 
just some like TV or some uh, some news kind of put out there that China's now doing it. They were caught changing the the weather, but yeah, and I think that's a dangerous thing too, man. You start messing with that, and again, mother uh, mother nature, she'll fight back. You know, she'll wipe us off the face of the earth. You can just do that. Yeah, uh, like uh, this is, I stole this from Clyde Lewis, but uh, uh, Gaia, Mother Earth, will just shake humans off like a bad case of fleas if if she so chooses, right? We're, we're, we're literally so, so inferior to those forces of nature and still again, right? Like, like the, the hubris of humans is so ignorant to think that we're not. Again, that's 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 always been a theme of this show as well. It's like, hey, look, like like we we seem to think we're in charge of things. We're not in charge of any fucking thing, right? <laughs> we're just not. You know, especially not even we're we're not even going to include like uh, astronomical shit, like you know, uh, like exactly. asteroids. Exactly, just the Earth itself. Exactly. Yeah, we're just talking about like a volcano, like a super volcano exploding, and you know that just wipes off all the vegetation planet you don't even have to be affected with it it just causes a you know a dark cloud and everything dies and then then what you know what i'm saying 100 percent, 100 percent. and that's and that's that's again the thing too and, but there's layers of this so again we're talking just terrestrial we're, we're just like this is the earth this is gaia mother gaia mother earth right and we still have no control over it zero we think we do, and all the things we say, and we're, and all this shit. And again, and again, you know me. I'm not like, hey, look, climate change is fake and phony and false and all this stuff. But I do think it's politicized and like, like hyped up and all this other bullshit. There are other ways. So let's find other ways. 100. percent But like, for us to like even consider for a moment that we as humans control the climate around us is is just it's foolish. The the very basis of that notion is foolish. Again, shake us off like a bad case of fleas. Shout out to Clyde Lewis. I know he doesn't listen to me because if he did, well, he'd be more than two weeks behind. But uh, well, there, <laughs> I had to say it. Sorry, but but anyway, <laughs> God, that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. All right. Anyway, <laughs> go, go ahead, Kelly. Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead, buddy. What else? Okay, so so what about these primordial spirits of nature that go all the way back to um, the dawn of time? Like, like we're talking about, again, I, I love this quote. Like, when I was young and I read C.S. Lewis, right? The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. In the, those later chapters, they have these, like, like there's things people say, things people write that just kind of give you a chill up your spine and stick with you forever, forever. And C.S. Lewis, right? He had that chapter. If you've if you never read that book, go read it. It's, it's it's a short read. It'll take you a day or two. It's it's short. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Aslan the Lion, right? There was. A, there, I'm not going to spoil it if you guys haven't seen it. Again, they did the movies and all the shit, and it was they were, they were fine, but it's never as good as the books. But C.S. Lewis coined these terms in my brain. They'll stick forever. Deep magic from the dawn of time. But then. Further in, a chapter two, three, four later, deep magic from before the dawn of time. My God, man. Like, the the, the scope of those statements are, like, just incredible, right? Mind-blowing. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was... You know, because they're like the... That's kind of like what the the Night Stalker would... That's how I see it when he, you know, when, they, when you guys talk about the the old ones, you know? Like, these are... 
And, and there's a lot of some shows that are actually do that, you know, where they go back to and you know the original gods are like elements, you know, fire, water, all that stuff, you know. And that's been, I believe, it's if if you if you're talking about you know the total creation of the universe, you know, that would have to be, you would have to include that too, you know, because those are actually what gives life life, you know, and that's what you know, pushes it, you know, grows it, you know, even if you're in the dark, it helps grow, you know, gives you nourishment, everything, you know, so, again, it, for me, you know, I've always wanted to be one with nature, you know, try to uh, be kind to nature, you know, always trying to, you know, like, clean up beaches and shit, that's what me and my wife used to do, you know, we used to always do that when we were down there, you know, like, it did, no one you know, get anything from it it's just because we wanted to it's just something that you know people and I, I wish a lot of more people would be like that you know even in cities but it's it's not you know it, like i said it, it seems to be where people have lost that connection that ancient connection because we you know again we are animals of this planet you know again if if you don't take care of it man it's just gonna i mean it's easy for for it to just wipe you out and it could be the fact that they're, you know, uh, original, like these planets are alive, you know, obviously, this, every planet is alive, they're given their own sound, they, you know, they make their own sounds, they, they you know, they, they move, you know, everything that, uh, uh, everything that's on it is because of it, you know. Yeah, man, it, it, these ancient, these ancient ones, you know, they're, they're, they've been around for, since the beginning, you know, so maybe that's still... Uh, they're not going to go anywhere, you know. And no, exactly. I don't believe that. Exactly. Like, like we're we're going to blink out as people, but we'll be gone for fucking ever. Never come back, right? It'll just be like, oh, you all fucked up. This is what you get, like eternal darkness. And guess what will persist? The stuff we're talking about. These elementals, this these nature spirits that were there long before us will be here long after us, right? Or they'll move on too, you know. <laughs> be just part of this planet i'm pretty sure every planet's got something like that too you know it's just the, like the creation you know the whole creation story of you know that if you ever had a chance to read that one too that's a, that's a good one all you have to do is just google it and it's you know the enuma leash they break it down in english and each tablet you know they're long they're pretty they're not real long it they're just it's like more like it's the original story of creation of the universe and then it goes into like you know the story right but Man, some of that stuff, it's just, just to reading it, it's like, man, at first when I was reading it, you know, like a lot of the Yankee, I thought, what the hell, man? It sounds like, it sounds like gods watching gods, other gods, like these, the, the, these, uh, nature gods or these, uh, you know, these elemental, uh, uh, elements or, you know, um, they're being created and someone's writing it down, you know, like being the, you know, the person to write this information down as it's happening throughout time. That's what's crazy about it. It's an interesting read, man. It's uh, like I said, it kind of blew my mind. I was like, man, this is like talking like the old gods from the beginning, you know, or like the original, it's like the original creator of creators, you know, it's like they all come together, you know, cause they have to all come together to, you know, that's how you get fire, earth, wind, everything, you know? Yeah, no, exactly, and and that's that's exactly what this is all about. I mean, like like uh, I think I think uh, my my bad, uh, unfortunately, right? So I'm I'm so 
um, let's say this is this is a funny term. I'm so climatized by the media and their misrepresentation of climate that I don't I don't talk about me personally on this show. I don't talk about this enough, and I should talk about it more. Is that we are we, like we are part of that nature, in tune with that nature. We are nature. But for fuck's sakes, it's like it's like like disrespecting your fellow human. It's the same thing. I'm with you, dude. Right? Like, if there's if there's like if I'm there and I'm enjoying the the thing, and there's like you know some knuckleheads beer cans and shit, and like I pick that shit up. I do the same thing, man. Like uh, you're gonna laugh at me. Uh, before the show, like a couple hours before the show, I, I had a, I had some errands to run. I was out, and I and I hit the grocery store and I grabbed some beer. Again, my only vice. I don't I don't do anything else. I I literally don't smoke anything. That's it. I, I don't do any anything narcotic. I just don't. Right. I drink. I drink a little bit. I drink a little bit too much, and that's that's me. That's that's right. And I'm trying to conquer that. By the way, we cut out the beer. How, I cut half the beer in like ten days, and I lost ten pounds. <laughs> I figure that out. But I, so that, that that tells me something, right? Don't stop fucking doing that. But point being is, I went and got some beer, and I was uh, carrying it out in the parking lot, right from the grocery store, and I had like the cardboard handle, and the shit broke, like and like literally dropped onto the ground and like broke two bottles. I got I got a twelve pack, and it broke. And so I, there's like, you know, all the foam just spraying all over the parking lot. I'm like, fuck. Here I am, that guy, right? Like, fine. So, but you know what I did? You know what I did? And this is right, like, again, right? How many people would do this? And I'm not saying I'm a saint. Please don't get me wrong. But I, but I, okay, I let the beer fizz out and there were glass, broken glass and the, the broken, the broken cardboard and everything. And I'm, fuck. So, so I took, I took the things out, right? And I, I put it. You know, I put the, the the salvageable beer in my the in the car on a towel to you know, so because my my wife smells the beer in the car, she's going to be super mad. <laughs> but but you know, but then you know what I did? I went and I picked up all the glass in the parking lot because I didn't want anybody to run over it, right? I didn't want it to be I didn't want it to be littered, even though it's a parking lot. It's not even nature, right? But it's a fucking parking lot, and I'm just like. <sighs> Still, right? This was me. It, it, whether it was inver- inadvertent or not, I still I fucking swept up every every damn thing I could. I went and put it, put stuff in the trash. You know what I'm saying? It's like, fuck people. Like, can we just not like clean up after ourselves? You know what I mean? Like, that's a dumb thing I just said. It's dumb, but holy fuck, it's also like a holy thing, right? Like, meaning that. Let's just let's just clean up after ourselves. You know what I mean? Like it's a dumb thing. It's a parking lot and it's a couple bottles of beer, right? But fuck's yeah. sakes, man! Like let's just yeah. You know, I'm not a religious person, but I like that saying: is uh, cleanliness is next to godliness. Yes. So, uh, so whether what any kind of god you talk about, but yeah. You know what I mean, you, you, man, I don't know, man. Like sometimes it infuriates me too, as I. See videos of like you know uh, Mount uh, or uh, was it uh, the biggest mountain they climb uh, Mount uh, Everest. Yeah, Everest, and they have like it's like a fucking garbage pile on top of the fucking top of that mountain. You know, there's, there's a guy he took a picture of what it actually really looks like. Everything now, everything's starting to slowly melt. They're having issues like that too, even on the top of the peaks. But yeah, some of that melt snow is melting. We're not saying all of it, but. Man, it's just like one big fucking garbage heap that they people leave up there, you know, because they can't drag that shit down with them, you know. But yeah, it's, I mean, looking at that shit is like, man, I don't know. And sometimes that, you know, it pisses. 
I mean, even starting to now look at us, we're starting to litter fucking space and shit, man. You know, like, fuck. You know, we got exactly, exactly. And not only that, like everything, you know what the craziest part, Kelly, about that in particular? Everything in space, I, I, I don't mean everything, like 99% of the things in space are in some sort of decaying orbit. And so what, what that means is eventually they're going to come back down. What goes up must come down. The, the decaying orbit means eventually gravity will bring that ship back down. And we were talking about this on the news show this past week. The ISS, the International Space Station, they scheduled it for a 20, 2031. That's the year this MF is going to land in the ocean. <laughs> and that's, if that doesn't prove to you they spend all that fucking money on that damn thing and put it up there, that shit's coming back down. Everything is coming back down. Ridiculous, man. I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. Yeah, it's disgusting, man. It's just, I don't know. It's just it's littering up there. It's littering down here. So, and, but again, I don't really believe there's many that... Uh, um, uh, satellites and shit up there anyway. That's a whole different story, but yeah, man, get back to this one. Um, I don't know. I say there is a possibility, you know, that these, uh, that the old ones are, you know, of course they're not going anywhere, but they've been around and it affects everything in your life. So you got to stay tuned, you know, try to, I try to stay tuned, you know, in tune with every, with all the nature. So. That's what I do, me and Michelle. Anyway, we try. We've been doing that for for quite some time now. So, you know, it, it brings this. It bring. It seems to bring us more peace and harmony when our life do that. Like yeah. as in, you know, amazing thing, and you know, being trying to be grounded where we go, being in the mountains all the time as much as we can while we live here. But I'm talking like being going out there, you know, being part of nature, being surrounded by the trees. Do all that shit. Even hug one shit. Yeah, right. Exactly. The, the The funny thing is, like, when I was again back to back to when I was communing with the trees at like an eighteen year old young man, I still, right. Even then, it was like a derogatory thing in my mind. A tree hugger, right? But I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I'm with you. Uh, bro, let's go hug some trees. <laughs> They're smarter than us. They're wiser than us. That Some of these trees have been around since the time of Christ. Uh, come on now. They, they, they know what's up. We have no fucking clue what's going on as people. Jeez. <laughs> uh, everything on this planet has got a, you know, every disease has got a cure. And it's from the planet, animals, you know, sea creatures, whatever, you know. They're using, like, uh, blood of different uh, crab shell crab right you know or there's like plants roots everything you have like drug abuse or everything you have is i'm pretty sure there's there's a something in nature that's going to take care of it but you know they always again that's the whole thing i was talking about earlier when they want to you know disconnected they want shit nowadays the drugs it doesn't even come from a, like poppy plants like you know for pain medicine now they got all that that fentanyl that's chemically made man they want everything all this uh, bullshit in you, GMOs, man, I'm telling you, it's, everybody needs to get back to the original where, you know, you have to. How many people know how to fucking farm? How many people know how to garden? How many people know how to, you know, kill in a, a chicken, you know, or raise even chickens or even hunt an animal, gut it? I mean, how many people actually really even know how to do that? Because that, if that, everything comes down, like if, uh, you know, all the, we have a solar storm that takes out all this, you know, all this bullshit technology, you know, how many people are actually really going to survive 
know how to survive, what plants to eat, what not to eat, what what not to even touch in nature. You know what I mean? Yeah, we forgot all that shit. We, 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 <laughs> this is the craziest part. We talk about this a lot. The ancients knew a fuck ton more than we did. And we're, we're like, again, and it doesn't have to be so. It doesn't have to be that way. I know you agree with me. It doesn't have to be that way. Like, we can also have the wisdom of the ancients and, like, the, the technological terror of whatever we're going to be they can they can live in harmony it just fuck's sakes like you can't you can't issue one for the other or else you end up just an asshole just another asshole kelly for for to boil it down to me being crass because it's the third hour like it's good they're both good but fuck's sakes like you can't literally take one above the other they have to be in balance right Oh yeah, that's how. Like again, that's how you you know we we live, man. You know you gotta you gotta always have to be with one with nature, plants, everything within your life. And even there's plants that clear your air, everything. You know that even give you oxygen. Shit, man, come on. You, you can't stay away. That's why I always try to do with the ancients. I always have a connection with that. I always try to be, you know, because they're the ancient knowledge, man. Like again, even like the older folks too. Not even you don't even have to go back that far. Or even a hundred years, man. How people. 200 years you know how people used to have to live you know how to really live and, and that knowledge of tens of thousands even millennia of of knowledge being passed down of how humans had i mean i'm gonna it's like they're, they made a meme about it like uh, you know give a you know cheers to the to the people that ate all the fucking vegetables and know that which one killed uh, uh <laughs> right right exactly exactly but but exactly because they did it. That's how they fa- they did it. They found out the hard way, the long hard way, right? Somebody somebody ate something and died, and they were like, "That's a bad one. <laughs> that's a bad. Don't do that again. <laughs> that was bad." <laughs> but that's how we know, right? That's how we fucking know. Ancient knowledge, man. You can't fucking that. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> Kelly, you're the best. I appreciate it, my friend. Final thought here. Elemental plane. Yeah, UFOs, man. If you got a fifty-one, fifty-one forty-nine, is it is it little green men, or is it uh, nature spirits? I don't know. You know, this is the thing I wanted to kind of uh, real quick was uh, just to finish it off. Was like we know all about this ancient, you know, the ancient knowledge of you know the earth and everything. But who taught us? You know, there's got to be that knowledge has got to be passed down, especially the extreme knowledge that these ancients had. You know. I'm talking like the buildings that they built, you know, the extreme knowledge of planets and, you know, when to do this and when to do that. And yes, it takes millennia, but there's times where if you look back in the ancients, man, that's the whole ancient astronaut theory is who the hell taught us all that shit? Trigonometry, you know, governing, fucking everything, man. That shit has been passed down from somebody. And especially the ancient knowledge, too, because that's where they thought is magic and it is magic. You add that all, you know, the elements with it and that, you know, that you can work with, you know, and then add that to your uh, repertoire. I'm pretty sure you'd be a very powerful person, which we are, but that all that knowledge is being been hidden from us. So. Amen. Amen to that, brother. Amen. Kelly, you were the best. Kelly in Colorado, a longtime friend of the show, a very good friend of mine. Say hi to Michelle for us. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks so much for participating. You're the best, brother. Always the best to you and your family. We'll catch you soon. Have a great night, bro. Man, you too, man. Have a good one.
Thanks a lot. There you go. All right, let's let's wrap this up. Uh, quick shout out to Robert uh, Robert O over on Rockfan as well. He found us from Facebook. He was uh, he was. I remember you, Robert. I remember you. Like this is the thing, right? As long as you guys don't change your names in the chat and like you know change your like pictures, your avatars and shit. I remember you. I, I've got a very good visual memory, but the second you start switching the shit up on me, I get all fucked up. Don't do that. You want to remember you? Just leave your name, you know, mostly the same, or tell me you changed it, and you know, it'll it'll fucking click. But like, if everybody's all just changing their names all the time, I don't know who the fuck is who. What, what, what can I do? I'm one guy. I don't. I can't have spreadsheets. And uh, anyway, point is. What's up, Robert? I see you there, buddy. Thanks for thanks for finding us from Facebook. I remember you from Facebook in the old days. I hope you're well, and uh, thanks for finding us. Let's get the hell out of here. All right. The thing is this, guys. As we finish, you guys know how this works. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I mean, I don't fucking know. I wish I knew, but I don't fucking know, right? I have a hunch, and so sometimes a hunch is good enough. And uh, like uh, the the human intuition is a lot more powerful than we give it credit for, and that's that's the point here. It's again, like I said, there's so many points of troubled minds, and it's it's just it, it's difficult to sum up. And so this is what I mean, right? So like if you if you show up for 15 minutes and think you know what I'm made of, you got another thing coming, right? Like you you do. Like you need to listen for a little while because I got a lot of things in my head and I got a lot of things coming out of my mouth, and I I am a rambler. But also tell me, by the way, by the way, for the haters out there, the people that are like, ah, oh, this motherfucker rambles too much. Explain to me how you tune into a talk show. Not not a not a like a 20 minute like sanitized podcast read from a fucking script. But how do you tune into a live radio talk show and then bitch and moan that the guy talks? Can somebody explain that to me? Okay, right? Like Check it out. To all the haters, let me know when your podcast comes out and I'll review it myself. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Let's get the fuck out of here. You guys are the best. Thanks again to all the amazing callers. Thanks to all the folks in the chat. Thanks to everybody on the podcast feed. I, I see you out there. We are literally, this shit is growing incredibly. I, it's not quite the snowball down the hill, but there's like a, it's, it's, it's topping. It's topping the mountain. Pressing the mountain up the mountain has happened. And so at some point, this shit is going to just fucking go boom down the goddamn mountain. And that's what this is about. Uh, th- thank you guys again. Literally 100%, I promise you, none of this happens without all of you. None of this happens. Right? Like, like gr- grind for a year with nobody listening and nobody watching. And you'll see what I mean. The despair. Right? Like, like the... The doubt, the, 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 that creep that comes up that, that makes you doubt yourself even, right? It, you know, everybody's got ideas. And look, I'm not special, right? But uh, Shadows of the Moon listens to us, a longtime friend of the show. She was about listening back and give her a follow on YouTube, Shadows of the Moon. She posted something on Twitter recently. And I saw this and I was like, fucking right. And you know what it said? It was a meme. And it was like, hey, look, you don't plant seeds and water them and dig them up every other day to find out if they're growing. You have faith in the process, in the hard work you put in, in the fact that you wanted to get from one place to the next. And you don't dig it up and check every day. You just keep grinding. You keep watering. You keep giving the thing the sun. You keep getting the bugs out of the garden. You keep doing, you keep doing the things, right? 
time and pressure. And guess what happens? Trust, trust the process. Have faith. Have faith not in me. I'm just, I'm just a guy. Have faith in yourself. The ideas I have are large. The ideas you have are larger. Have faith in yourself. And that's what this is all about. Matt says, back to water and earth. And I agree 100%. Let's get the, let's get the F out of here. Uh, Vicky, th- it says, thanks, Michael. Th- thank you, Vicky. Th- thanks again for staying up with us. I know that uh, we go, I'm a rambling man. I talk, to, I talk way too much. Fuck sakes, right? It's like going to a football game, right? And being like, my God, there's too much football here. Really? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're in the wrong place if you don't like people talking. Anyway, you know I love every single one of you. Let's do it. Let's smash the button and roll. I think we're okay. Uh, but, but, yep, we're good. Let's roll it. <laughs> how, how do you go to a football game and complain about too much football? I'm just shocked. Anyway, let's do it. Let's roll it. Jay in New York. Jay from Binghamton. I'm thinking about you, brother. With all your crappy weather and the JTROs that we're not having because you got snow to shovel, you got fog to traverse, you got things you got to do. Still thinking about you. Listen, as we finish, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific, who knows where we go next? I don't even know myself. Sometimes hours before the show, I'm racking my brain. Fuck, what are we going to do tonight? I don't know. It comes to me sometimes. For the most part, we're smacking doubles in the gap. We're hitting home runs. You can't hit a home run every time. We're trying anyway. Time and pressure. Time and pressure. Water cut the Grand Canyon. Time and pressure. That's what this show's about. Keep doing it. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for every, each and every one of you in the chat. I see you out there. Even if you're not speaking, chatting, talk, I see you. There's a number that says this many people are watching. I'm watching. I see you. I'm thinking about you. All the amazing people in the chat, thank you. All the amazing people that call into the show, thank you. Please scroll down description. Description box, not only the podcast feed, also YouTube. You can find all of the most of the fine folks that call into this show. You know who they are. If I start naming people, I'm gonna forget somebody. And inevitably Robert's gonna be pissed off. Alright, well, there we go. Give uh, the Curious Bunny a follow on YouTube, speaking as such. Now look, I don't know. I don't know the fucking answers, because if I did, I'd just tell you. But think about how boring and easy and bullshit it would be. Bullshit. If you're like, oh, by the way, let's start a show and let's tell you the answers. That's fucking bullshit. Because guess what? Nobody knows all the answers. So we're going to keep asking questions. Thank you again so much. If you want to help the show, Patreon, Twitch, you can sub up to. We got a uh, Rockfin you can sub up to. If they take us down off all platforms, we'll be on Rockfin. We'll be on Fringe. That's it. So you know where to go. All right? You know where to go. Let's get the hell out. You guys are the best. As it finishes, it goes something like this. One more thing. If you want to help us out and don't want to spend money, listen to the podcast feed. Spotify, iTunes, Podcast Addict, wherever you get your podcast from, that helps as well, which is booming. It's booming. It's booming. It's unbelievable how many things are happening there. So anyway... 
That's how you can help us out. Just listen. There's ads baked in. I apologize for the ads, but you got to monetize somehow. Check it out. Podcast feed. And then, as we finish, it goes like this. Let's just do it. Let's go to full on. Powers from beyond the dawn of time. Be sure. Be strong. Be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.